Hey, did you know Amazon had a website for black businesses? That's right, blackownedamazon.com. If you're black, show you black. Shop black. Every single product on blackownedamazon.com is from a black-owned business. And not only that, when you buy from blackownedamazon.com, Amazon will donate a portion of your total purchase to assist new black-owned businesses. So if you're black, show you black. Shop black. Blackownedamazon.com. Be sure to bookmark this website so that you never forget to shop at blackownedamazon.com. When you believe in things that you don't Welcome to the New Atheist Experience. We are live with Kwali Kush and Kwame Remesu. This is the show that strives to educate, inform, and grow our community by promoting reading, critical thinking, and secular humanism as a replacement for the heavily biblical worldview that has halted the growth of our people for over 2,000 years. It is the lack of scientific literacy, logic, reasoning, and critical thinking in our community that produces a public that is more susceptible to trickery, scams, and cons. Not only does religion make one less likely to value reality, but it also produces many of the ills of our society, racism, prejudice, and various superstitious beliefs. On this show, we encourage people to question their beliefs and their origins and how religious thought patterns affect our behavior. You can listen to this show as a podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. You can also watch us live on YouTube every Sunday. We also have other shows on our channel, so if you like this show, you might want to check those out as well. We have a science podcast called Shout Out Electron and an investigative podcast called New Thugs. Those links are in the description below. If you love this content, why not consider making a contribution to help us grow our platform and reach more people? Your contribution will help us pay for various monthly subscriptions and equipment costs needed to produce this content. You can make a one-time, monthly, or annual contribution directly at our website, qualicush.com. Every dollar helps us out, so don't hesitate to show your support. If you would love to contribute but you cannot contribute financially, you can still help out the show by clicking the like button, sharing this content on your social media, or by visiting the website qualicush.com. Your engagement helps us rank better and thus reach more people. Check the description below for all of these links. Now for all my Bible readers out there, for all my Quran readers out there, you've been reading the same book for generations and you still have not found liberation for our people. How much better would our community be if instead of reading the same book every Sunday over and over again, we read a different book every Sunday? Imagine that. If the preacher read a different book to the congregation every Sunday instead of the same book over and over again, how much smarter would the congregation be? Well, church, at qualicush.com, we read a different book to you every single day. For free, you don't have to read the books yourself anymore. I read them to you, and all you have to do is listen. You no longer have an excuse not to read books. Because I know a lot of y'all like to say that you don't have time where you can't sit still. Well, now you can listen to books anytime, anywhere. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on these free audiobooks. And if you don't prefer the books that I choose to read, you can get two free audiobooks of your choice when you sign up for a free trial with Audible. That link is also in the description, or you can go to qualicush.com and click the audiobooks tab. 
So make sure you share this content on your social media and help us grow our platform and help wake these people up. And without further ado, we're going to begin the show. You are listening to the new Atheist Experience. In the last 50 years, since niggas have been doing all of this acquiescence, assimilation, and conformity. What do I mean by that? All these niggas that have been assimilating into these suburbs, all these niggas who've been telling you and preaching that education in Jesus is the way and all of this shit. At the same time they were doing that, all these white factions and white people in, in general have been getting stronger, bigger, more athletic. They've been going and doing MMA, teaching their kids to shoot, learning how to hunt and shit. And at the same time, mm -hmm. niggas have become progressively weaker, genetically, biologically, emotionally, socially, psychologically, <clears throat> to the point where even our, fam even our family breakdown, even our dynamic male and female has been completely fucking fractured. That shit ain't by accident. Black bitches hate niggas and on the average. And that shit ain't by accident. It's been set up that way. I don't way. give a fuck who get mad at me. It's been programmed that way. And that's why niggas love to absorb themselves in the trappings of all this shit. Yeah, let's pop bottles. Yeah, let's wear flashy shit. Let's just fuck it all until it's all over. They because they look at down the road and they see the futility of their existence. Mm -hmm. They see that down the road there is no fucking hope. That's why the niggas go to church and, and get themselves drunk off that Jesus shit and go home and go to sleep. Without Jesus, even turning on their TV. Jesus is the biggest scam in America. It's a drug. <laughs> it's like cocaine, the scam. just like alcohol, just like meth, just like PCP. Mm -hmm. It's a drug. Mm -hmm. And for about $80 every Sunday, you can go get you a good ass <laughs> fix. But they only last about four, five hours. Right. Shit used to last a week when the dope furs hit the streets, but it's been stepped on so much. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And, uh, Jesus ain't never showed himself, and his motherfuckers got more loyalty to this motherfucker than they do to the motherfuckers they see every motherfucking day. And the fucking shit is pitiful. You will fucking hold up some shit you ain't never seen before you motherfucking hold up some shit that you motherfucking are living. How in the fuck are you doing that? What the fuck is wrong with you? I know when you were a kid, you listened to your mama, mm -hmm. but your mama got the shit after she got turned out. It's just people don't say turned out in church. They say mm -hmm. turned out on the street with the pimp shit and all that. No, if your mama got you in church every Sunday, your mama turned out and she putting that shit off on you. Also teaching you that a whole nother nigga that don't live in your house Got more say so than your daddy. Man. Your daddy Man. don't go to church, so he a heathen, he a backslider. And your pastor got more motherfucking say so in your household than your daddy do. Your mama has been teaching you to disrespect the nigga that puts food on your table every fucking week. It is no wonder why these days these women have more love for a Derrick Jackson type nigga. Who is Derrick Jackson? The nigga that was in his car. Throwing salt and throwing well, niggas know, under the bus, caping and capping yeah, and shit. Yeah. This whole guy. You talking a little young boy telling these bitches what the? That nigga ain't young. I heard he was thirty. He's thirty-one. He young, cool. That's a he young boy. Old in a hole. That's his internet age. Is it? Yeah. You, I, I don't know. You know. I, you know our partner that we was talking about earlier when we nigga, was on you, the phone. You can't tell me shit if you ain't got no. He, on the internet they say he's thirty-nine. <laughs> our partner that we was talking about earlier. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, however age the motherfucker is, first of all, you married to a bitch to go to church. I know you don't know what the fuck going on in the world. Fuck you gonna do with a bitch to go to church, nigga? Mm. A bitch to go to church is fucking pulling you backwards. Mm. How the fuck is you in church, bitch? And we got all this shit to do. If you want to go to church to hang out and motherfucker, you know, meet the motherfucking goof ass niggas at the church, that's different. But this bitch is committed to church. Any bitch that's committed to church is not wifey material. Somebody they for fucking. Somebody said I'm talking in circles. No, I, I just made you feel bad because mm -hmm. you've been going to church every Sunday because that's what your mama taught you. Because that's what granny taught her. Because that's what great grandmama taught her. I can fuck all the hoes in your church, homie. Her. If I go to your church, homie, I'm dead ass. I'm going to fuck most of the hoes in your church before enough of them get mad at me where they done fucking threw enough salt on me where it's harder to fuck the hoes in the church. But I still got that bag a little bit, so mean, a lot of them hoes still going to go. You mean all the ones that aren't or are sleeping with the pastor? Mm -hmm. I'm saying like, like that and everybody know Alto's got the best pussy, so what are we talking about? Everybody oh. <laughs> <laughs> got the deep voice? Everybody got the deep voice? That tingling come down to the bottom. Got Bishop ass late to, to the pulpit every Sunday. Hey, hey, but look, old Derek Jackson. You, you know, you remember that scheming pastor that he he had. Um, Did you say scheming? Yeah, yeah, scheming pastor is what yeah, he, he said. Like, fuck you, fool. Scammer, you know what I'm saying? Scammer, there it is. Yeah, go yeah, with the words you know, dude. <laughs> I like his version, but go ahead. <laughs> he was the one that was, uh, he went viral. Remember he went viral? He was talking about, uh, you had you had a demon. Ed, uh, what's his name? Yeah, the sex demon. Yeah. The sex demon. Wait, a dick sucking demon. Yeah. You said she had a dick sucking demon. That nigga, Dad Jackson, was in the church. Was he was a deacon. He was one of the deacons in the church. He used to catch the bitches when they would fall out. How do I put a thumb on the bitch of my hustle. YouTube, it's your boy Kwame, man. It's your boy Kwame Ramesu, you know, hosted by your boy Quayla Kush. You know, we do uh, new age, new age experience, but name gonna change for the better. Um, yeah, I just want to do like a uh, tonight tonight subject. I want to talk about free will, but uh, briefly, I'm gonna go over the recap of Sunday. To all our fans out there, I just want to apologize because I know y'all never seen me get mad like that before. But when you when it comes to you know when you when it comes to your family members, you know being you know assaulted, and you got believers that said, "Oh, it's God's divine plan," and they're okay. It's like they're making it okay for kids to get raped, people to get murdered, uh, people bank accounts to get stolen. It's like they said, "Well, it's all God's plan." So that's why I want to bring up free will to, to basically kind of recap off of um, what went on uh, on our past show. So um, y'all ready? Um, you got your Bibles. I want you to turn to Ephesians 1.11. Uh, I don't have my Bible in front of me because uh, I don't really believe it. I don't have one in my house. But if you got your Bible out there, uh, you can turn to Ephesians 1.11 and uh, get the church saying amen. You need to do that. Take a missing my liquor, because you know the preachers, they be up at the pool pill sipping liquor through there. They, they got a bottle right up on that bottle of Jack Daniel right there. That might be sweating. It can be 30 degrees outside, them up will still be sweating. <laughs> the Jack Daniels. 
But anyway, so let's get right to it. Let's get active. So Ephesians 1 11, uh, paraphrasing, it basically said, You are predestined to do the will of God from the time you were born and all this other stuff. So if we are predestined to do the will of God, are we more powerful than God to do opposite of what he already planned to do? Because like like uh, Shane was saying, it's choice. See, they confuse choice with free will. You cannot have free will with an all-knowing God. If God is all-knowing and he created you, knows you from the time you was in the womb and all this other bullshit, then the motherfucker cannot act surprised when you do some shit that he planned for you to do. What kind of God is that? Why does God get mad at some shit that, oh, I'm going to make her do it, but I'm going to be mad that I did this shit? And see, Christians are so fucked up in their head to where they feel like, well, I can pray this away. Well, if it's meant for God to, if God is already going to get rid of your problems already, then what's the point of praying? Just to, that's why that whole free will argument fails because somebody's free will is violated. Say, for instance, Shay is running, I'm going to use her as an example because I know she's watching her show because she's going to subscribe to us. She says she's going to subscribe, I don't know. But Shay, if you're out there in the audience, whatever, listening, this is for you. If, say, for instance, you're in Dallas and you, some dude is calling you to the car. And you saying, God, help me make this my car safer. What, what if he's playing in his mind, oh, oh, God, please let me catch her and rape her. So if God helps you out, then his free will is violated. But if God helps him out and you get raped, your free will is violated. So how is free will applicable to life? It's not. It's not. It's not fucking applicable to life. Because if y'all are praying to the same God, one is praying for safety, one is praying for, for some pussy, and God goes, God favored a man, he, he catches you. Now, you don't pray to God and say, God, we don't let him catch you. And then now you call, you on the ground getting your getting uh, biscuits plundered and shit. Man, your free will got violated. Don't you want me to have a testimony? Well, if you do have a testimony about that, I hope you tell them. Like, well, I pray as I walk into my car. I pray that God uh, help me get to the car safely and he don't catch me. But he ended up catching me anyway. But I think God did this because he wanted me to have a testimony. Yeah, tell it to all the mothers. I mean, tell it to all the mothers that have lost their kids. They're Father Bill Cooper. I'm glad to finally meet you. Thank you. Jill's told me a great deal about you, and well, it's nothing like meeting face to face. No, no, sir. Please have a seat. Thank you. This is our traditional family dinner. If you don't mind me saying, everything looks delicious. It is. Thank you, Lord, for this food. We ask you to bless our guest, Jack. And this special meal and our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
A man, man, let's eat. A yeah, man, yeah. let's eat. Please pass me those bourbon mashed potatoes. Oh. Well, that's quite an impressive career you've had. Oh, yes. Uh, war correspondent for the Associated Press? Yes. Um, uh, it's a joy to be a reporter. Um, I've been very fortunate. Oh, your parents must be very proud. Oh, yes. I wouldn't know. Oh, I'm glad. I think these are the best bourbon mashed potatoes you've ever made. Well, what do you mean you wouldn't know? We haven't talked in 10 years. Are they in some kind of a coma? Or? We had a falling out. Of what kind of falling out? Over religion. Yours or theirs? Both, in fact. Well, what are they? They're Baptists. Well, all right. <laughs> and you are? I'm an atheist. I'm gonna need another helping of those bourbon mashed potatoes. I'm not quite sure I heard you correctly. Did you say you don't talk to your parents because you're a Methodist? The boy said atheist, Gladys. I knew it was something peculiar. And uh, you never told my daughter what you were? No, sir, I never told her. No, I can't believe... I'll handle this. So, that's why you and your folks don't speak? Yes, sir. Well, at least it shows you come from good parents. Oh. So, you don't believe in God? I deny the existence of God, yes. Damn! Wow. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So what about Jesus? You don't believe in Jesus either? At least, as a son of God, that oh. is. I never thought I'd say anything like this as long as I live, but I can't eat my own cooking. So you became an atheist when, uh, after seeing some traumatic event covering the war? Or maybe somebody dropped you on your head when you were a baby or something like that. I said I'll handle this. Actually, sir, it was a decision based on science, reason, and logic. I see. With all due respect, sir, we just have different philosophies, that's all. I don't have a philosophy. I have a faith. Praise his there name. There you go. We better preach the name. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey, listen, let, let, let me ask you a question. Okay, let's just say you're driving late at night in the back country roads of Georgia, and you look in your rearview mirror, and you see a state trooper. He's driving up on you all close and slow. Now, you got an open can of Budweiser in the car. Mm. Your taillight's busted. Your seatbelt ain't on, and you're rolling with a white girl. Oh. So now you're trying to tell me you don't start saying... Please, God, God, please, God, don't let this man stop me. Please don't let this state trooper pull me over. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what I say. These potatoes are so good. Just so I can understand this. So if I were a drug dealer or a bank robber, and I go to church and I confess my sins, you would welcome me with open arms? Hmm. But because I'm an atheist, I can't be forgiven? Because a drug dealer and a bank robber can be saved. Oh, praise his name. Thank you. Hallelujah. And I can't? I thought your God forgives everybody. Oh, he does. And when he gets around to you, you come back and see me. So you did better if he was gay. How could you not tell me? I wanted to. You lied. I didn't lie. I, I, I just didn't tell you. Well, what's the difference? Or can't you tell being an atheist and all? Jill, you have every reason to be upset. Oh, I'm past upset. 
I'm past furious. I'm bordering on enraged wrath, baby, headed toward physical retribution. We went to church together. You sang, you danced. I thought you had the Holy Ghost. I love the music. But not the words? Jill, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you because I didn't want to lose you, okay? Because I love you. And losing you would be the worst thing that ever happened to me. your heart worked as good as your lips, you'd be one hell of a man. Jill, I believe one thing, you believe another. What's the difference? All the difference in the world. So it doesn't mean anything that I love you. How could you love anybody if you don't love God? How about you left for the night? I did. I got halfway home and I realized there was something that needed to be said. You know, the most important thing in my life is seeing my children happy. I know, Dad. And no one knows more than me what it's like to lose someone you love. Mm. Which is why, forgetting everything I said earlier, I need to know Are you so in love with that young man that life would be unbearable without him? It's okay, Dad. It's settled. I told Jack I'm, I never want to see him again. And you're okay with that decision? I am. This experience fans, we had to take a little commercial break. We had a little uh, technical difficulties, um, but yeah, we're talking about free will on top of the recap of Sunday's show. So, you cannot have free will with an all-knowing God. If God knew prior to my daughter being born, or prior to anybody being born, that what was going to happen, like say for instance, Hitler, okay, Hitler. Was it God's plan for Hitler to kill off all the Jews? Or was that Hitler's do uh, his own doing? Because a lot of people say, well, you got free choice. You don't have free choice. Think about it. Cartoon character, cartoonists, right? So when cartoonists, when they draw out their, their cartoon, when they draw out their cartoon, does that cartoon have free will to... Does that cartoon have free will to do other than what the cartoonist has drawn it out to be? Or what about a writer to a novel? Does the writer have control over what the characters do? Or do the, or do the characters in the novel have free will to do what they want to do? Same thing with, like I said, back to the cartoon. Do, do the cartoonists have free, uh, uh, full, full control? Or do the cartoon, the, can the cartoonists uh, do other than what they, um, other than what the, um, the cartoon is playing. I think we got a call. Call 706. We got a call. 
Yeah, this DSA one. What's up, DSA? What's up, All man? Right. Thanks for joining the show, What's man. Up, man. What's good, brother? No what, what you got for us, brother? Cheers to you, brother. Yeah, got my old check. Hey, look, check this out. Check this out. <laughs> check this out. Don't miss with Texas. <laughs> yep, y'all. Texas boy. Uh, go ahead, brother. What you got for us, man? Yeah, man. I was just listening in. I was listening in on the little situation that had went down with you and your old girl. Yeah. Or whatnot, and that in that movie clip that um I think Quayle was showing, it speaks volumes to that. Like she was willing to give up. I'm talking about the movie. She was willing to give up the love of her life over a religion, and that shows how twisted the how twisted that situation is. You can, from what we understand, we only live once. You got some people that say they've been to the other side, they've seen some things and stuff like that. We can't confirm it nor deny it. Me, I look at it, I look at things like that with an open, open mindset. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been able to. Um, right. Oh, the one thing I think about speaking on that when old girl said she was what she went to the hospital or something like that. Or no, she was laying down in a grandma bed or at, at laying down in a grandma house. And she like came out of her body or something like that. I was trying to put in the chat that she astral projected. A lot of people say they can do that. I'm not knocking it saying that you can't. I'm not knocking it saying that you can't. When she said that, it's like she didn't even know the, I guess you could say the occult or metaphysical way of breaking that down. That's what she did from her, I guess you could say her testimony. She, her spirit left her body. She looked around, I guess, floated to wherever and came back into her body once her mind realized her spirit had left her body. Some people say that's a, a, a oh, another phrase for the um, out-of-body experience. Um, the one dude that would call in sometime, I forgot his name. He said he was oh, putting y'all on with the, um, the other vet, the other Marine. Dang, what's his name? Uh, I can't. Uh, uh, like that? Come on. No, not no nonsense. Oh, you, you was breaking up. I couldn't hear you. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all three of y'all names start with a K. That's the only way I remember. But yeah, um, <laughs> um, when she was talking about that, I, I could understand where she was going with it, but on at the same at the same rate or the same pace that she was going with the conversation, it's like I, I understand that Quayle don't really mess with Bobby Hemet like that, but I mess with Bobby Hemet and a couple other people, and they break that stuff down as well as Ray Hagen and um I forgot the other dude, but the eighth, the folks on the atheist experience, experience, they was breaking it down too. They was like, if you do that, we didn't went to um certain people who stated this type of um phenomena and we done left signs not we but they have left signs on the ceiling they have placed things in certain places that only i guess you could say an invisible or a being that can fade through things like um you remember the cartoon x-men yeah which one they no, the 90s joint. You remember, um, it, it even happened in the movie. It even happened in the movie. They had a chick on their team called Kitty Pryde. Her ability 
was to be able to what they call phase through walls. She could run through walls and through through solid object type situation. So they were saying that if you could if you could spiritually do that, you should be able to see the signs and things like that. And a lot of people, I'm just paraphrasing, didn't see none of the signs that they had left just in case it actually happened, like in the uh, operating room. Like if you was to leave your body, did you see this sign or did you see a picture or whatever that would tell us what you were saying as you say these doctors were working on you or whatnot? I'm not knocking people who did that or say they can do that. But for me, it's just a little hard to believe that she was going through such a thing and then to, in a sense, get mad at you. And as Quayle was saying, she was like, you say you your sister covering, but you bucked on them. You left her hanging to, in a sense, debate or conversate or whatever with three other men. Then she came back. Then she came back. But then she came back. Then she came back. Oh, okay. I ain't hear that part. Yeah, she came back. She came back like towards the end. Yeah, she came back. Okay, okay, okay. And that and it was crazy. Like, like, what you not gonna, gonna do? You <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and Quayle made a. I'm glad you brought up the shit about uh, her out of body experience though, because I don't, I don't believe none of that shit though, and that's something that I used to study heavy when I was uh, going through my little religious search and all that shit. And let me tell you something, bro. You yeah, know, yeah. Because um, that that extra projection shit, that's bullshit, man. I, I don't know. Um, I done studied it. I done tried it. The only thing, the, the only one thing that I found in that whole realm that's actually real is something called lucid dreaming. And what happens is, uh, yeah, lucid think, dreaming. Yeah. I think when people, when people be think they, the reason why they think that they can astral project and they think that they be having these out of body experiences because they actually be dreaming. They be having lucid dreams, but they don't know how to articulate it because they don't, they haven't studied it. So they just say, oh, I was out of my body, but really you just dreaming that you're out of your body. Way you could tell that right. it's really not out of your body, and it's just a dream. Cause I had it, I had that type of shit all the time, but I know what it is, so I don't, I don't, I don't get on YouTube and be like, oh, I had an out of body experience, cause I know it was just a dream. But it seemed real. It seemed so fucking real that I know if I didn't study it, I would probably be believing that type of stuff too. But the only way that you know it's real, yeah. like you gotta notice, like, like if I have a dream and I, I dream that I feel like I'm, I'm awake, I'm in my house, but I look. To, to where I know mm-hmm. my front door is and the door is not there. So that that's a clue that okay I'm And it's and it's almost like sleep paralysis. That's exactly what it is, bro. That's like yeah, sleep paralysis. That's another one. That's another sleep that's paralysis. Exactly like because right. you can talk it's it's like you're you're yelling for help. It's like you're yelling for help in your sleep, move. but nobody's listening. Nobody can hear you. Yeah, you can't move. It's called sleep paralysis. Yeah. That's all it is. And you can uh, you can bring it out. You can bring Yo. it out like on, on on purpose if you want to. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. The first time I had sleep paralysis, I didn't know what it was. That's the reason the reason why I know what it is because I had it and I had to look this shit up. Like what the fuck was that? Because I was so scared, bro. That shit was terrifying. You know. Yeah. But then when I looked into it, I realized, yeah. oh, okay, this shit happened all the time. It's just a hallucination. And I was sleep deprived. And yep. you notice, every time somebody had one of these stories, it's always taking place when they are asleep. Oh, I was laying down. Or I was I was taking a nap. Or <laughs> I was at my friend's house and we fell asleep. Because you fucking dreaming, you idiot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and sleep, you know, sleep paralysis because all it is is your sub, like, like, because... Yeah, exactly. Because when you're take, when you're doing sleep paralysis, you're talking. You can hear yourself, but you know nobody can else hear you. Yeah. You're like, help me, help me, help me, wake me up, please, wake me up. And it's just you. It's just you're not actually talking. That's just you in your own mind doing it. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's, I get why people think that there's a soul because of that. 
Yeah, you don't hey, you know the re- you know you know what it reminds you of. You you know what it you know what it make you think of if you if you seen the movie Get Out. Yeah, bro. yeah. Have y'all seen that? This is exactly like this. Like this. I, 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 I was just about to say, think about it. When when she said when she said think, yeah, when she said think, and he went he went back into his mind, but his body was still functioning, but his mind was doing everything. In a sense, that's what that is. Your mind is telling you that your mind has you realizing that you're yelling, you're you're moving, you're fighting, you're doing everything, but your body's not doing it. And sometimes you can feel yourself mm-hmm. not moving, but you think you're moving. You think you're screaming and yelling for help at the top of your lungs and stuff like that, but your body's not responding. Dude, that man, when that type of stuff happened, of course people gonna be freaked out and scared because you think you're actually moving, but nobody realizes that you're moving. No, your mind is awake, but your body is asleep. Your body's doing what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to relax. That she can explain every out of body experience, every um exorcism story, every ghost story. Usually, all it can be explained by sleep paralysis or lucid dream. They just, they just don't know those words, so they use. Like when I have sleep paralysis, you know what? This a hey, uh, what was this like a month ago? I I, I knew I was because I knew I was so tired because I work I work for two companies. Like I tell you, I, I deliver money for a living, and I was so tired because I had to work for Brinks and then go work for Lomas. I was so tired. I said, I, said, I, I even told myself, I said, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go sleep. I'm gonna have sleep paralysis tonight, and I did. When I did, I said, Jesus, 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 and nothing happened. When I said, Hey Ru, Hey Ru, Hey Ru, nothing happened. I said, Nigga, get up, and I woke. <laughs> Because <laughs> when, when, when I used to have it, I used to call on the name of Jesus because they said, oh, when you, have, when yeah. you feel like that, the devil's sitting on your chest. Man, come on. Ain't nobody sitting dude, on your goddamn chest. Dude, you just tired. Dude, dude, I was about to say that same thing, but I didn't want to say it at first. It's either the devil sitting on your chest or witch is sitting on your chest. Yeah, I heard that when I was mm-hmm. real young, like real young, I heard that because I used to tell my grandma that when I was young, I played football and stuff like that. So I had full, I was full of energy. But when I, you know, when you crash, when you finally relax, you knock out like your body has physically shut down. But your mind is still, still going. So I would tell my grandma, my yeah, grandma, I mean, when, I would tell her that she was like, baby, be a witch sitting on your chest. I'm like, how is a witch even getting in the house? Because if you think about mm-hmm. how how movies and stories have portrayed witches, you can physically see them. You can physically touch them. You can physically cause harm to them. That's why the Salem witch trials went down. They were blaming these females for something that they wasn't even doing. They were too stupid to realize you really don't have that ability. I'm not saying none of this stuff ain't real, but I like Quayle. I haven't seen it happen. I'd be on some conspiracy theories, so like watching that thing. Yeah, I be watching that type of stuff like um prime example. It was I don't even know if y'all seen this on YouTube or not. But it was um some years ago when David Blaine and um Chris Angel was doing a like little magic tour or whatnot. And it was on I think True T V or or Comedy Central. And it was doing specific tricks that like nobody else, like the average person couldn't do. So I went on YouTube and was looking at like how do how are these people pulling off some of these tricks? Come to find out, I mean, coming up on some of the um, some of the content creators' um, information, it was like they talking to demons and this, that, and the third. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit up here and say that's too far fetched. 
I mean, it sounds real far-fetched because we don't really have any proof or any way to specifically pinpoint where they get these illusions from to make it happen the way that it happened. Like, dude, off of um, Atheist Experience, I, um, Matt Dillahunty, he was like, we can yeah. study, dang, that everything that we got scientific evidence for. He said, I'm not saying this stuff don't happen, but we don't have a way to prove that it actually happened. Just like when um when you were talking to a girl about when she was um on the creation creationist side of things, like how do you know the planet got here? And I was I think I was typing in the chat. I'm like, you got scientists that have been studying planets or stars or whatever that's been going on in the universe for years. Since we got the technology now, we can see way we can see further out. You can see a planet forming, but as you see the planet forming, where is this God that everybody's talking about? You don't see a that being, part. you don't see any shit that he could possibly be in making this planet come together or making it star form or making it expand or making it um collapse on itself or whatever. You got people that's been studying this all over this planet for, I just say hundreds of years. I just say it like that because you have people that's been studying this stuff since Plato's time and they didn't have the technology that we got and they still was able to see some of this stuff. So with that being said, there's satellites that's out in the universe that's showing you there's a planet made out of diamonds. There's a planet made out of gas. There's a planet that's full of water. There's a planet that's like Earth, but we too far away from it to get to it, to actually see what's on it. So if that's been going on, how can we, how can we not say that these things have been here already? Like what Quayle was saying, he was like, why can't the universe already be here? And if, which is something, uh, uh, something else that Quayle and Matt Dillahunty said, if God is outside of time, how can he make something that he's outside of? If you if you want to play devil's advocate, you can make a cake being outside of the cake. But go but this goes back to um what you was talking about with um with um having a free will. If you make a cake but you don't put all the ingredients in it and a cake come out tasting too sweet, not tasting sweet enough, or come out flat. Why are you mad at the cake? But you made the cake. You made the cake of what it is for it to do what it's supposed to do. But if you leave stuff out intentionally or you add too much to it and the cake come out jacked up, why are you mad at the cake? So if you... Exactly. That's the whole point of free will. Like, how did the... Yeah. Excuse me. If, I'll, I'll burp my quick. I'm, I'm just going to say this a little bit and I'm going to... Go ahead and let you say what you're going to say. Yeah. That, that goes along with free will. Just like when you was bringing up, either you or Quayla was bringing up um, the free will situation. Like if God made Adam and Eve, and I think um, the other dude with the K in his name made a very good point. If I leave a weapon on. on the table, I tell my five-year-old child not to mess with it. They go over there and mess with it. I'm not going to use a gun. I'm going to use a knife. They use a knife and they slice their hand wide open. Why would I be mad at the child, kick them out of the house because they were doing something that they had no understanding of? Her whole point, and a lot of Christians I come across, they say this too. Well, you have free will. That's a catch-22 to that. You are a child. You don't understand what pain is. You don't understand that this thing that's around you can possibly hurt you. If anything, most people should be thanking the serpent because the serpent gave you knowledge of the, the thing that God didn't want you to have. He wanted you to be an automaton. He wanted you to just follow things and do whatever he wanted you to do. But then, exactly, the serpent told the truth and got punished for it. 
and people are not saying nothing on that. You talking about be truthful, don't lie, do this, do that. But the serpent did what it was supposed to do. A lot of, uh, I'm not going to say religions, but a lot of cultures around the world look at owls as wise and look at serpents as wise. But to my understanding, the Christian religion, because I don't know about the Muslims, I don't know about the Torah, I don't know about Buddhism, I don't know about the um, the um, Hindus, I don't know their religion like that. I've touched on them a little bit, but I don't know them like that. They all look at those two animals, not specifically those two, but those two animals as wise animals. That means they have knowledge. They're dropping knowledge on people. Why would the Christian religion look at it as something bad? That's why the, the ancestors... Time, I think one... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying that's why the ancestors they had the, uh, the cobra. That's why they had the cobra on their on their on their on, on their headdress. Cause it would, cause it, it the cobra represents the penile gland, the third eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is true. Yeah, that's that's cool. But the funny thing about that is the same people that say snakes are evil and stuff like that don't realize you got your information from one of the oldest civilizations on the planet. I mean, if you want to open snake. it up, because I, exactly, they wasn't killing the snake. The snake had a purpose. Everything, to me, everything on the planet has a purpose. Everything is meant to balance itself out. Just like you, just like I think Kwame, I mean, Quayle was saying that um, if God is all powerful, why would he need to make the devil to be his rival? In other words, I'm paraphrasing. Why would he need to make the devil his rival? If you are all powerful, that means you got good and evil in you. And if you got good and evil in you, and you created some lesser beings to be like you in your image, which in a sense, that's totally twisted. Because if you look at the Bible, the Bible says we will make them in our image. But how can you make them in you all's image if you are the only God? That, like, you're totally missing that point. Like, you skimming, oh, you skipping that whole part. That's in like what the first section of Genesis or the second version of um the creation story. First, like how do you first. how do you two creation skip over that? that? That's why I said the first one or the second one. How do you blatantly skip over that? We will make them in our image. He wasn't talking about the angels because the way the, um I'm gonna just call him Kate. The way Kate was breaking it down when he asked her girl, he was like, "Would you want to see an angel?" She was like, "Yeah." He said, "No, you would." It would terrify you. And the thing about it, my mom told me that, and I think it's in Revelation where it breaks it down what angels look like. Like, you really wouldn't want to stand, not stand toe-to-toe like you're fighting them, but you really wouldn't want to see an angel if they look like that. It's like you really wouldn't want to go to hell and see what a demon look like. Like, come on, man. This stuff ain't making, it ain't adding up. It's not making sense. It don't. And if God is all-powerful, why he can't... If it is that he this just playing devil advocate, which is something I really don't try to do, but in this situation I do it. If he is so powerful, how is it that he couldn't figure out that children would not understand what he was talking about as far as not messing with the fruit, blaming them for doing something that he knew what was going to happen. As a matter of fact, why didn't you just put the tree, both those trees in a different area of the um of the garden? That they couldn't get to. He like, put it put damn near in the north. middle. He put it. He put it in the middle. 
Like, nigga, I'm going to make y'all see this goddamn tree. It smell like freshly hey, baked cookies. You them. So, <laughs> them. Because they were curious. Yeah. Like any child, any child, I put it like this, any young being, it can be a dog, cat, squirrel, mongoose, gopher, ground. It's in your DNA what to mess with and what not to mess with. You don't know it because you don't have the knowledge. But once you become of age, like, okay, I know I can't go over there and play in that rose bush because it got thorns on it. But if you're three years old, you see something that look pretty, oh, okay, I'm going to go over and see what it is. When you get that prick, okay, your body has inf- digested the information, okay, this is going to cause me harm and cause me pain. I'm not going to go over there and mess with it. It's like people don't want to acknowledge that. Poison ivy, yeah. Exactly. You know what the fuck exactly. it was. Exactly. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. that's the same that's the same exact situation. God tell you not to do something, but knowing you're going to do it. But then it would have been like crazy if your father would have kicked you out the house. You know they would have looked at your father as if he was crazy. Exactly. How you gonna kick your son out? Exactly, but it- and Make him homeless because he ran through some poison ivy after you told him not to. He doesn't freaking know. And you don't apply that same rationale and logic to your God. Like, come on, man. That's like, why I say they, they no give sense. God. It's like, the, it's like the abusive wife. Yeah, it's like the abusive wife syndrome. That's all it is, abusive wife syndrome. Uh, like when a woman, uh, when a woman's being abused by a husband, she try to make every, she'll call the police, but. Make, I just wanted y'all to come so he'll calm down. Man, why why is your eye black? Um, I, I ran into the door trying to run from him. That type shit. Do you <laughs> want to arrest him? No. And soon no, as you go back in the house, he's going to throw you through a wall like you on the Avengers or something. But, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then people get mad at the female because that's what she's doing. Not understanding that she is psychologically abused. She don't know nothing else. He's afraid to leave because he might come after her. He's too much of a punk to not put his hands on her. And the police can't do nothing until it is severely out of hand or she actually follows through with a statement or somebody sees it, sees what's going on and they file a um, police report to get him up out of there. Or, like, come on, not man. Only that. Or if he, or, or, check this out. Or if he's a six figure man, he's making a lot of money. You know what? You know what somebody oh, yeah. told me? Quayley. Quayley. Check this out. Let me tell you both of your brothers something. This is this is what a brother told me at work today. And uh, they ch- they check out my show too. Two white guys I ride with, you know, when I'm de- delivering money. They said, bro, if you was a six figure man, he said, we sit both sitting on the back of the truck. We we looking at we looking at twenty million dollars because you know we deliver money all over the DFW. We looking at twenty. He said, man, you know what? He said he said he said uh, Officer Johnson, you know if you had this much money. That bitch that dissed you on your show because he he said I was in y'all show he said I didn't say anything but I listened to your show he said if you had twenty million dollars he said if you had this big ass pallet of money right here that we're about to deliver she said she wouldn't have cared if you was an atheist I said how you know he said 
women don't give a fuck about religion. They 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 pretend to give a fuck. They only do it because they're oppressed. They're in a poor community. They grew up in a poor community. But if you had, he told me, if I had to this, he said, if I had twenty million dollars that we're looking at right now, she would have never cared that you hypergamy, man. Look up the word hypergamy. Women have a hypergamous mindset, but when they're when they're down and they're low, they want to try to bring Jesus and God into the mix, saying, "Well, God brought us together." And they because women are used to dysfunction. Dysfunction is normal to them. So when you look at Christianity, Christianity teaches dysfunction. You're gonna go through hard times. You're gonna go through this. You're gonna go through that. But Jesus died on the cross, so you'll make it through. They're teaching dysfunction. Real talk. Definitely. They're Definitely. teaching dysfunction in Christianity. Because that's why it's become a norm because they say, well, Jesus went through it. Jesus died on the cross. But look, I'm saying, I, I asked uh, a text of the day on Facebook. I said, is Jesus still alive? She said, yes. I said, but wait a minute. I thought he died. <laughs> I'm oh, like, real talk. Let me say something on that. Let me say something on that right Go quick. ahead, go ahead, bro. I've been wanting to ask, I've asked some people this question, but it's been years ago since I remember the answer. I said, do y'all remember when Jesus said that none of y'all shall die, in other words, until I come back? And they was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, if that's the case, where are all all his people, the 12 disciples, no, the 11 disciples, because one of them got killed and was hung upside down on the cross or on a tree or something like that. Where are the other disciples? Where are all the people from that time from that time period? They should be pretty much immortal, should they not? So if he came again, yeah. that means the end of the world already happened. So if the end of the world already happened, why are we still here? Like that part of yeah, understanding. I, why are we still here if he already Matthews. came and revelation already happened? So what are we waiting for? Like Ray Hagan, yeah, Ray Hagan said, that, "What are you I'm waiting for?" That's what, what I'm saying. For? And I was thinking, <laughs> and I would look, and I was thinking that before I even came across Ray Hagan. I came across Ray Hagan about, I want to say about between five and eight years ago. Like Quayle, I was on my quest to fig, try to figure this stuff out. So that's when I ran across, like I said, Bobby Hammett. I ran across Steve Coakley, but Steve Coakley, he's more of a. Um, I guess you can say conspiracy theorist, but not exactly. He he know about that stuff, but Steve Steve Coakley he 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 got some knowledge, man. I just really can't speak on everything like that because I haven't watched any of his videos to really speak on the stuff that I seen him drop knowledge and information on. Because both of them they have a lot of books, and I don't have the money like like I told y'all before to buy a two thousand dollar book that's like. 14,000 pages long, just over exaggerate to, to get this. Information uh, you know what? From. I bought the book. I bought the book, uh, Hebrew is Greek. Uh, yeah, that book called me that. Uh, I paid like a 900 some dollars for that book. See what I'm saying? I bought Hebrew is Greek. Yeah, that book was, yeah, but it, it, it kills the Hebrew Israelite doctrine. It kills it. Yeah, and the Hebrew Israelites, they follow a Christian doctrine. They don't want to believe that right bitch. You know what? But dude, that's why I can't see what's going on real quick. Cause yo, y'all, y'all, um, Quayle, you there still? Yeah, 
Yeah, that one um, clip I think you had brought up where Polite was talking about or debating the Hebrew Israelites. I used to watch him on Sarnetta until Sarnetta started doing some off-the-wall type stuff. I used to look at Polite mm-hmm. debate the Hebrews. Polite used to go against the Dagger Squad. I looked at Young Pharaoh and Sarasu and Steady. I looked at um, Dr. Umar a few times. I used to look at Tariq Nasheed a little bit. I mean, just the give a little background on what I what I was looking at or whatnot. And a lot of the things that they were saying, the knowledge, I would say halfway on point. Some of it was. Maybe a little more than that. But y'all gonna ride with the incomplete. Exactly. But it's not the white man's book. They said black people wrote. They said black people wrote it. Oh, the black Renaissance. But you know, uh, the King James Bible that you're reading from, the black Renaissance happened in 13 AD. Happened in 13 AD. I'm not the black Renaissance that happened before the um before the dark age. Way AD. before, like 500 years before that. Yes, it happened yeah, way before that. Before that. So there was no Bible then. Exactly. And even during the dark ages. Um, when Carly was playing, I think he was playing that same day that old girl called or the Sunday before. About the um what's what's the German dude name that had the printing press? Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Yeah, the Gutenberg. I think I'm I might be wrong. Correct correct me if I'm wrong if I know about it. The churchhood had Bible to where only the priesthood could read them. The kings and queens could read them, and like maybe one other group of people could read them, but the the, the regular people couldn't read them. So Gutenberg was like, bump this. This was like three or four people before him that was speaking on the truth. They all got knocked off. So Gutenberg was like, bump it. I'm going to go ahead and print this stuff out so everybody can read it. So as he's doing this and he's making the Bible, the church hear about it. I think the Roman Catholic Church heard about it, or one of the kings and queens heard about it. It was like, look, either you stop doing this, or we're going to either kick you out of the kingdom or we're going to kill you. He was like, bet. I think he had made a few more and they found out about it and they went and killed the man. Stopped the Gutenberg printing press. So like a couple hundred years later, they started it back up and they started giving it to everybody. So you basically knocked off a man for doing what you eventually did anyway. Yep, that's what they but do let now with the, with the Boy... That thing got me so right, so, lost for so many people over there. I did say, okay, so I'm, I'm going to get back. I appreciate the spill, man. Stay on the line, but I got to get back to this yeah, uh, yeah. free will argument. Please, please, no, 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 don't drop you. No, we're not going to drop you. I just want to uh, get in, no. get back into the free will argument. Uh, actually, yeah, so people. All right, so cool, cool, cool. Thank you, DSA, for for your input. So, with that being said, like you know, with what DSA said, and we all chimed in on a lot of things that he said. There is no free will. So, why are you Christians still believing in that we have free choice? Yes, we have choice, but we have choice independent of a God. A God is not causing things like this to happen you're only thinking that god is causing things to happen because you feel like a god created the universe a god created you true enough a god couple of gods created you if you want to 
quote unquote call your mom and pops God. I do. And I do that not to say that they're gods of uh, supernatural powers, but they're gods because they created me. And look, in my tattoo, I don't know if y'all can see it. Well, shit, I ain't gonna even show that shit. So I got my tattoo of my aunt right here because I already know who the man and woman is. The black man, the black woman. But the fact of the matter is we have choice, but you can't say we have choice and free will. Choice and free will are not synonymous. So um, so that's why I was asking, that's why I was telling the chick like, Adam and Eve did not have a choice because God already planned that shit out. God knew. He even created that before. He said, but God planted the God, the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the midst of the garden. Then he created male and female. That should let you know right there that that was set up. And then Genesis chapter 3, that's when he brought the serpent in. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. He brought the serpent in. He brought him in. God knew what the fuck he, you know what? Um, did say, do you think God and Satan was the same person? I'm gonna let you speak on that. <laughs> What's about that? In a sense, sometimes I do, to be real with you. That's why I was saying what I was saying earlier. Like, if God is everything, as the way Christians say he is, he's good and evil. For me, the way I look at a lot of things, the universe would not be balanced unless you got both. Like, you can't have good without evil. You can't have evil without good. Bad things have to happen. Good things have to happen. Like what I was saying the other day about, you know, people who done did some grimy stuff. Nothing happened to them. But you got a person that go to work every day, they provide for their family, they do everything, and end up getting into a car accident and losing their leg. They did nothing wrong. They wasn't violating nobody, but they had something bad happen to them. Hey, it's, time it's out, time like, out, time um, out. For you, for you, hold on. Time out, time out. We got a guy, we got somebody in the uh, comments. Uh, it said, BP, I can't stand atheists. I called a lot, I called in live chat during DMX ordeal, and they discredited everything I said just because I'm a. Did you do, uh, Kwame, did you see that shit? Uh, I don't know who, I don't know who that is. BP, I can't stand atheists. She said, um, tell them to call in right now. She said she called into somebody else's chat and they discredited what she was saying because she was atheist. Oh, because she's an atheist. Oh, okay. I thought she was a Christian saying that she can't stand atheists. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, Go I, ahead. I, 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 I like that. My bad. Yeah. So oh, let's talk about free will. Let's talk about. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You can always. Hey, as, as a matter of fact, call in. Telecom to call in. Yo, Kwame, you see this? Um. Okay. Can you see it? It said, and the very first people he made were screwed up. Mankind didn't stand a chance. Yeah, I can I mean, see that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Kwame. No, I was just, no, I'm reading, I'm reading. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, go ahead, brother. So let's talk about the garden. No, of Eden. Let's talk about free will because every because everybody want to talk about this Adam and Adam and Eve character. 
because, because didn't the Bible say you cannot accept the sins of the father or the forefather or something like that in the Old Testament? I remember being so why the fuck? Like that. Uh, you see what I'm saying? So if yeah. that's the case, then your Bible contradicts itself. You I didn't, I didn't, we didn't, me, me, Quayley, me, Quayley, DSA, we didn't cause you to eat that fruit. Why are we being punished for it? That's exactly. bullshit. Even what kind of God is that? It's like, a, exactly. it's like, okay, I'm a blanket. I'm a blanket. I'm a blanket punish everybody. I'm a blanket. I'm a blanket punish everybody. For some shit that two people did that I do that we gonna do, and I put the I put the tree of knowledge of good and evil because I did not want them to have the knowledge of good and evil, but I actually did. So I can't wait till y'all hear my Bible. Look, I'm gonna do the book of Job. I'm gonna do the book of Job for my first Bible comedy hour. That's gonna be some funny shit. I'm actually writing a script on that. So um, so I'm gonna need some people that's gonna do some voices. But, yeah, so I'm doing the book of Job, and I'm going to tell you why I'm doing the book of Job first before the book of Genesis, because the book of Job will basically uh, illustrate how God knew Satan. Okay, so when you look at the book of Job, Job chapter, Job chapter 1, uh, when God was in the room uh, chilling with his sons, they watching Pornhub, you know, they watching the Cherokee video, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Satan just walks in, Satan just walks in, he didn't say, the, the secretary was like, hey, say, how you doing? Where, 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 where you going? He's like, bitch, say, like, bitch, I know God. Bitch, you ain't got to sign me in, bitch. I'm his right-hand man. So Satan walks on in and see God and his sons watching Booty Talk 5. And <laughs> God going to ask the question, hey, Satan, how you doing? Where you been? Satan was like, nigga, you know where I been. What the fuck? You all know. He's like, God was like, yeah, you right, you right. But hey, Satan, have you seen my my servant Job? He, I gave him everything he wanted. He serves me. But Satan was like, God, if you Satan was like God, if you take all that shit from him, he gonna curse your name. He like God, like nigga, you want to bet? Want to put some money on the blood? On blood? If you want to put some money? You know, so y'all be on the lookout for the book of Job for my first Bible comedy hour. I'm gonna start with the book of Job, and that's why I'm gonna. That's the reason why I'm gonna start with the book of Job. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, because that whole free will situation, like, I done had debates with people about it. And it's like, they'll sit up here and try to use what's going on in, in reality now to try to compensate for what's going on, like, as far as trying to figure out what God's thinking. But then they'll turn around and say, you don't, you will never know what God's thinking. I say, you're right. It's like an ant trying to figure out what I'm thinking. We will never know. I'll never know what an ant is thinking. I have exactly. to study them to see what they're doing. So if... God already knows everything and everything is predestined and already wrote down. Regardless of what I do, you already know what I'm going to do. So if you already know I'm going to go four houses down, rob somebody, you already know what I'm going to do. You know I'm going to come pray to you about it before I go do commit the robbery. You know I'm going to pray about it after I commit the robbery. So it's going to be up to you to either stop me before I even go, stop me before I get into the house to commit the robbery, or make me turn myself in after I do the robbery. But you got free will. If I got free will, that means I'm more powerful than the guy that you're talking about then. Because that means I can rewrite my own fate. I can rewrite my own destiny. And if that's the case, what's or the point of believing in something that's You powerful? change God's mind. Exactly. You change exactly. His mind. If that's the case, <laughs> if that's the case, I'm more powerful than the guy that you believe in. 
They don't see it that way though. Cause it, look, look, like, like, like Quayle told me, it's all fear. And Quayle gave me a little pep talk. We had a little, little pep talk after. He was like, man, you know what? Just calm down. Quayle was like, man, she ain't for you, bro. You leave that bitch alone. I was like, yeah, you right, you right. Cause I, you know, I'm sitting out front of the club, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, but I'm really gonna sit down. Hey, do what you do, man. Like, real hey, look, I was sitting out. Well, hey, Quayle is a true friend. I can really, even though he in, he he, he he in Georgia, I'm in Texas, but I ain't never had a close friend so far away. Quayle was like, nigga, I know you drunk, but nigga, she wasn't for you. And I actually Bro, felt because we do need we we do need each other as brothers and sisters. But Quayle really talked me down. Yeah. Like I was so upset because I was hurt. Like damn, I like bitch. I ain't gonna lie, she bad. The motherfucker fine. Like, she got pretty face, nice shape. But I'm like this. Why all the fine motherfuckers I be Christians? <laughs> why the ugly ones gotta bro, be like, well, I don't care yeah. what you believe in. Go ahead, bro. I'm bro, just think about I'm it. like, why the fuck? No, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. If you think about it, even even um, Corey Holcomb brought it up. He was like, if you want to get at a, yeah, at a bad chick, go to church. That's where the majority of the bad ones are at. Even exactly. religious folks like the pastor, the deacon, the minister, all them, their their children turn out to be not all of them. I ain't gonna say that. A lot of them turn out to be turned up, like turned all the way up. You in church like, dang, she look like she a cute, you know, wholesome little little lady. Yeah. Catch a Friday night, twerking and everything, draw showing and all that. Be in church on Sunday like ain't nothing happened. I'm gonna say the whole prayer. God, please. Please, Lord. I'll never suck that dick again. You know, <laughs> that type shit. Like we talking about, if it's already predestined to happen, he already knew he was going to do, do, do what he do. He already knew he was going to go down on buddy. He already knew he was going to set it off for the first night. He already knew that. So my thing, God, my thing on that God, is, if I God already God knows he's going to do certain things, why did you... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think I, I'm say I feel like their guy in their mind hangs out on a Saturday night. They're like, you know what, girl, we finna go up in this club. We gonna get in free. We finna we gonna wear our little thought thought uniforms and shit. But God gonna forgive us tomorrow, though. But then it'll be, pretty much, I think God, I think God be hanging out on Saturday nights at the club. He, see, Yo. Saturday nights is really where the club be popping off. Yo, if you ahead, ever looked at any Family Guy episode, if you ever looked at any Family Guy episodes that talk about God, that's really what people be thinking. Like God be doing some of the most off the wall human stuff, and it, and it's funny because you can sit up and be like, "Yeah, I can see God doing something like that." Like for real, like um mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin. If, if y'all remember, um I think it was Voodoo Child. He was like he was speaking at, he was speaking as if he was God. He was like God, he was like Jesus, that nigga I made making fun of you. He was like you whistle through <laughs> he said when you want to whistle, you put your hand up to your face and blow through your hole and he was laughing. He was like, I thank God, got a sense of humor because if he if we was made in his image, of course he got a sense of humor. Like, think about it. I was like, You got a point. Like you got a real good point. Cause it goes it goes okay, back so, to the topic so we got a comment. talking about. Okay, so we got a comment uh, where she said she said she had to, she said I had to give up 
I ever met because he was a Muslim and it hurt my heart. Uh, sweetheart, call into the show. We need you to call into the show. We need to, because, you know, atheists do that too, because some atheists will not tolerate religious people. And see, this is the yeah. division that me and Quayley talk about. So, uh, sweetheart, if you don't yeah. mind, the numbers on the screen, can you please call in? Because uh, I only got like a few more minutes before I'm gonna uh, do this show. I was supposed to do it for an hour, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna do it for a few more minutes. So, uh, what's her name? I can't really see. It's Block. Black and bougie. Black, black and bougie. Oh, black and blue. So, black and blue. Really? Hey, call in. Black Call in, because I'm only going to do this for about a 20... Oh, Black and Bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So call in. So call in real quick. We need to know your full extent, because you're atheist. You gave him on a nice guy because he was a Muslim. And you said it hurt your heart. Please call in and tell us how it hurt your heart. So, okay. Bro, so, do you know all how, right, so, do you know how movies get down, man? I was about to say, she probably died. Yeah, I know. Bruh, they don't. I done spoke to a couple of Muslim dudes. I done been like you. I done been overseas, and a lot of them females in them other countries, mm -hmm. they mess with the American dudes. Cause like, if we open the door for a lady, like being chivalrous, they love that. They do will like walk in before them and like you better get the dough and walk, bring yourself in. So I mean, depending on what type of Muslim dude she was messing with, because I don't know, I'm not speaking on her life. I'm just saying from things that I've come across in my travel. Right. A lot of dudes in a lot of countries, like the Muslim, the Muslim section like Turkey, and then you got some of the religious stations like Greece and um and the UK right. and stuff like that and France. They treat they women horrible. I mean, to our standards, they treat they women horrible. And if you think about it, okay, if you look at the religious book, it tells you how to treat your woman. Like, what you supposed to yeah, do with it? It's so misogynistic. It's so misogynistic. Like this. Like I'm glad this sister has basically dodged a bullet. But however, he could have been a good guy. And speaking from an atheist, speaking from an atheist perspective, yes, your religion shouldn't define who you are. It should basically uh, set a foundation of your moral structure. But religion, when it comes to religion, they have no moral structure. It's either you're gonna do this or that in the third, or you're gonna be ostracized or killed. That's why. I, that's the way I look at religion. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So, um, so uh, sister just texted someone. She, uh, she, she, she finna call in right now. I got, I just got sister to call in. Uh, so be on the lookout for that, uh, Kwame. Uh, excuse me, Quayley. That's my last drink for the night. <laughs> oh Lord, please forgive me for drinking so much. Lord, please help me for. Oh, I'm sorry, Lord God, Lord. I'm perfect with y'all, but uh, yeah. Yo, hey, man, look, I want our show to grow, man. All the people that just want to do whatever they want to do. So what? I say Christianity is the religion for all the fuck ups that just want to do whatever, all the fucked up shit they want to do, and then just get a free pass and then say, all I gotta do is ask for forgiveness or pray about it or some shit. That's some bullshit. Like Corey Holcomb said. The Santa Claus effect. 
You know what, right. well, Quayle? The next show is going to be called The Santa Claus Effect. I want to call the next show The Santa Claus Effect. You know the Santa Claus Effect, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, let me break that down real quick. Okay, so the Santa Claus effect, the Santa Claus effect, you know how they tell you if you're good all year, you'll get presents. But if you're bad all year, you're going to get a lump of coal in your stocking and Krampus is going to come get you and take you on a, a crazy sleigh ride. Don't they sound like Jesus and Satan? So... Yep. Christians are looking for a fucking reward. If they're good all year, they're going to get a reward. They're going to get presents. They're going to get all this other nice shit. They're going to get the nice clothes. They're going to get the nice toys. But if you're bad all year, you're going to get a lump of coal in the stocking. And when you go when you go to sleep, Krampus is going to come get you and take you on a crazy sleigh ride. That's what I was told. So Krampus is the devil in the Santa Claus shit. Do you know that Christmas, no, that Jesus uh, or the whole Jesus birth thing, the date never changes? December 25th of the rise of the sun, the S-U-N. Really, it's really the S-U-N, y'all, if you didn't know. Yep. But Easter, what, what, day, what day was Easter on this year? Who, who knows what day was Easter on this year? Monday. Y'all know? Monday, Monday, it wasn't the tenth. So when you, it was on a Monday, but they celebrated on what Sunday. I was about to say. See what I'm saying? So if a person, check this out. So if a person dies, so my cousin just died a, a couple of weeks ago. You think I'm gonna go say, hey, you know what? I want to celebrate his birthday on maybe next year on a Tuesday, on the the fourteenth. But he died on the eighteenth. Yeah. Right. Why would I want to? Why would I want to celebrate my cousin's death on a date prior to him him dying? So Christians, have y'all thought about that shit? The shit was celebrated in March. Like, come on, man. Like, y'all don't. Oh, Easter egg hunt. That's that's another thing. Coloring eggs, coloring eggs, and hiding them. You are teaching them. You're teaching your children. Sexual, a sexual holiday. Oh, Esther, E Esther, or whatever y'all call her. It's a sexual holiday. E-star. I told the girl I'm talking to, E Star, yeah. I said, she's like, oh, uh, she's from Georgia. She's like, um, you know, my baby, do they doing a, um, they doing an Easter egg hunt? I said, hold on, hold on, chick. Do you know that you're teaching them about sexuality? She said, oh, that ain't what I grew up on. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, I'm, do I need to stop them? i like, uh, yeah, the fuck? You? I said, yeah, you need to stop them right now. Uh, kids, y'all need to come on because uh, your stepdaddy said that. I said, first of all, I'm not their stepdaddy. <laughs> oh, well, I think you're a good man, though. I think you're a good man. <laughs> that type shit, you feel me? So I'm not, I'm not, look, That's I ain't crazy. disrespecting Georgia women, but you see what I'm saying? But she was like, oh, I'm gonna listen yeah, to him. Like, I'm gonna see what he got to say. You see what I'm saying? I ain't dis, I'm, I'm so like, I'm from Texas. But, listen, but when I talk, yo, at least you wouldn't listen. Yeah, yeah she wouldn't listen. Because most folks ain't even trying to hit it. Because I had a next door neighbor for years back. And I was telling him, I was like, y'all finna celebrate uh, Saturnalia, huh? He was like, what? I said, y'all finna ce- celebrate Saturnalia. He was like, what you mean? I said, y'all finna celebrate Christmas, right? 
He was like, yeah. Seven million. He was like, no. So I broke it down to him. I'm like, you know, seven million is a pagan holiday, right? The same holiday that your Bible tell you not to celebrate, you're celebrating. Jeremiah. I say your wreath has a, a specific symbol, a specific meaning to it. I don't remember what it is, but it has a specific meaning that's not what it is. I said them ornaments mm-hmm. that you're putting on the tree, you know it. Yep, and don't forget about the Yule Law where they burn black babies. The black, the mm-hmm. black, the black babies mm-hmm. was the Yule Law. Yeah, the Yule Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, I learned that from Qua- Quayle. Taught me that shit though. I watched Quayle's video about the Yule Law. Quayle taught. That's why. That's why I said, look, I gotta join this brother. Yeah, Quayle. Quayle would teach you. Quayle has the Yule Law shit. Yeah, Quayle. You yeah. know what I'm Yo, the U log stands for black babies being burnt, and that's what they used to light a fire. The U log was the black baby. I learned that from you, bro. That's what made me say, "Hey, I'm going to join this brother. Uh, this I'm, I'm going to join this brother in the com- uh, to combat Christianity, Judaism, Judaism, and Islam." Yeah, when you was talking about the U log, I didn't even know that. I learned that from you. I ain't know nothing about the U log. Bro, a lot of these holidays that folks celebrate, man, they celebrating them out of government putting it on you the way you gotta take a day off. People are afraid to go against it because it's now in your Bible, and you don't want to go to hell for not doing something that your own God told you not to do. Like that, that that's a contradictory within itself, right there. You got free will, but you're doing something that your God don't want you to do. But because it's in the Bible, it's okay. I'm going to say something I'm going to say something that's a little bit off subject, but it still stick with the Bible. You know what the three, um, the three things that they brought for Jesus, right? Frankincense, myrrh, and, uh, frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Yeah. It was another one. It was, um, it, it was another, um, it was called, it's the, it's another name for marijuana. It was, um, God dang it, I forgot the name of it. But that's a, a, a oil that so is for herbs. No, I, you was, know what? I, know, I think because barley, barley. No, not barley. It wasn't barley meal. No, nah, uh-uh. It was something else. And it started, I think it started with a K or a C or something like that. And that's what they would call marijuana back then. So I would see people in certain chat rooms like, oh, Y'all gonna try to use the Bible to say it's okay to smoke marijuana. Marijuana, you're not supposed to be using it for that. It's bad for you. My comment to that person was, how many people you know die from marijuana? I'm like, the worst thing that happens is you eat okay. everything in the house and you sleep for like 12 hours. That's about it. But it's okay to That's get it. drunk, which is something that the Bible tells you not to do. It tells you not to eat a lot, but drink and be merry. But you got alcohol and stuff being called spirit. If you're not a spiritual person, but let's just say you're a religious person, you drink spirit. What happened? You change your personality changes. You have a an angry drunk, an emotional drunk, a quiet drunk, or a person that's just giddy. They just laugh at everything. 
that changes your personality and stuff like that from who you are. But see, I drink, time, I see, I drink that. that. I drink bourbon. Word. I'm a bourbon drinker. That's that. Yeah, that's that's why I'm that's why I'm chill. I'm a bourbon drinker. So bourbon must got weed in it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Brown, hold you down. I'm being silly. Hey, I'm being silly, bro. Hey, Brown, Kwame. hold me down, man. Yeah. And white get your high, bro. All right, so we got our caller. We, we got 513. 513. Go ahead, 513. How you doing, C? Hey, y'all. 513, you on the air. How you doing, How you doing man? Queen Peace. Oh, I'm great. Yeah, we can hear you good. Okay. You're the one in the comments, right? In particular? Yeah, or just listen to you guys. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. What do you believe in why? What do you believe in why? Um, I don't know. I believe in myself. I don't believe in any deities. Um, the reason that um, I'm a non-believer is because it's almost, uh, it's pretty pointless at this point to be thinking that there's some um, all-loving deity that cares about us. Um, I just think it's really silly mm -hmm. at this point. Um you know, just the way that our people have been done. I mean, just like the current state of events in this life, I just, it, it's its pointless to believe in God at this point. It, it, it's stupid. Okay, so tell us about your encounter with the Muslim. You say he was a great guy, but uh, you know, I went through, because I'm an atheist, I'm a real black atheist, but you know that I don't know if you was on the show last week. I got dumped by a Christian. She said I wasn't good enough for her because I was an atheist. But you said this brother, you you left this brother alone because he was a Muslim. So is that a woman thing or what? Because men, we don't care about religion. We don't care if a woman believed in witchcraft or Lilith or nothing like that. But women, it seems like y'all have a connection with some type of religion or non-religious. So could you give uh, us brothers a insight on why you did not accept this brother because he was a Muslim? I don't, I look, like I said, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in none of that shit. But if you watch the show from last week that uh, Quayley posted, I was rejected because I was an atheist. But you're rejecting this guy because he's a Muslim. What what, what was the issue? I'm gonna let you have the mic, sis. Yeah, I didn't um, reject him. The thing was, um, like I was not, I was already an atheist. So like I was just hoping like that he would accept me, you know, for the way that I was. And like once I seen like he like I don't know talk about it every night and he would be like come on you don't have any other toys you know you're gonna burn in hell come on like I want you to be my wife like you really do need to you know accept a lot and I'm like okay I'm gonna try because I want to be with him so like I had um accepted my shahada and stuff and then like we were hanging out every day and I would have to we would have to stop doing what we were doing to pray and like after three days I was just like I can't like I, I can't live my life like this. Like we're like we're hanging out. Next thing you know, we're going to pray. Like I don't want to do this anymore. And he's just yeah, like, yeah, you, you know, gotta pray for my wife. Yeah, and he's like, don't you want to be my wife? Like how could you do this? And I'm like, well, I thought that maybe we were just gonna live our own life. Like just because you know, I mean, do I have to be a Muslim to be your wife? And he was like, yeah, you don't have a choice. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. 
Yeah, um, black and bougie. Like, I don't know if you heard what I was saying earlier, but some of them dudes overseas like that, and maybe even here because they bring it with them, that's not a bad thing because you want to keep a part of your culture with you. But a lot of them dudes that's older like that, it's either you're going to do what I say or as far as religion goes, you can do what I say or it's not going to work because in that aspect, his family is going to look at him a certain type of way. So if he going to get cut off from his family for being with you, it got to be worth it. I'm saying in his eyes and in his family's eyes. And then, and that, and then the other crazy part about it is even if let's just say y'all are both six figure earners, even though both of y'all make a, um, a decent amount of money and you're financially able to take care of each other or take care of yourselves, just because of the religious aspect, especially with, to my understanding, not even counting the Christian religion, but just with me understanding a little bit about the Muslim religion, they're not trying to hit it. And you a female too? That's not going to work. His father was going to say something to him and more than likely going to say something to you. The mother, she was going to say something to you. She might not have been rude or anything about it, but she would have been like, how you going to be with my son, but you can't follow his lead. You see what I'm saying? Or how yeah, do you expect this really, to accept um, you and you don't even work with us like that? Yeah, he, he's not an Arab. He's a black American, but like he, um, he owned the magic no, downtown and he was really like right. um, into the community. I think that's what like really like turned me on about him because of, like how active right. he is in the community. Like he's super pro-black. Right. He's very um, militant. Like he's not afraid, you know, of white people and stuff. Like he's just a really right. like can do kind of guy and like I don't have a problem right. being submissive like I'll do what my man tells me to do I mean as long as I'm not degrading or humiliating myself it was fine yeah but like yeah. For the religious part I drew the line like I cannot you know I cannot pray to something that doesn't exist and even if it does exist it's not getting any praise from me it doesn't do anything for me or anybody <laughs> like right it's not, not showing you or like, all the people yeah, that follow that it's actually yeah. in existence it's, it's not, not helping. Anything, like, it's not helping anybody. Like all these children are starving. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what am I praying right. for? It's not doing anything. Right. And I was just like, yeah, I can't. Like, and that was on like the oh. toughest like breakups ever. Yeah. And, and, and why aspect, aren't there no women like you in the south? I'm it's hurt. A, like, I'm literally hurt. Like, bro, it's a few of them out there, but it's like. Nah, I'm in Georgia. I've never I ain't um, met. Uh, I ain't too far away from Quam. I mean, Quayley. I ain't too far from him. Yeah, I'm in Texas, man. I'm in yeah, Dallas. I've never met a black woman that, that's a non-believer. I mean, there are uh, non-believers in like divestment groups. You know, they're grouped on, um, you know, on YouTube where women are, you know, in a different kind of life. Now they're atheists. See, a lot of those women are taken though. See, a lot of those women are taken. Yeah, and hey, then it's a whole atheist dating site, man. Say what? Y'all heard? I didn't know this. I didn't know it was an atheist dating site. Dude, I heard I heard about it through the atheist experience. I think Matt Dillahunty brought it up because there was people that were calling One his show out out outside of their family um not communicating with them or they were just adults trying to hook up with somebody he said he said what it was but i don't remember what it was and then i don't remember what episode it was he got so, they got so many but he was like yeah if y'all really want to try to date somebody i mean there's an atheist dating site 
that you could go on to and like. I, and I used to live in Austin. Man. I got an Austin number. And I got an Austin number, so I'm from Austin. Yeah. So it's like I knew about the 80s experience, but a lot of them were white women, though. You know, I love black. Yeah, but <laughs> I love my black but women, man. though. I'd rather be with a black they are with, um, you know, enlightened white males because, you know, white yeah. males are like leading the age, you know, they are, I mean, I'm not, you know, they're not better than black men or anything, but they're more enlightened and they're less afraid, you know, to say like, you know, I am the God, yeah, because, I'm the leader of my own life. Like, because in a sense, the religion and that, let's just say societally speaking, it bends for them like that. Like, Kwame was saying, he a black dude trying to holler at a black chick. A lot of black females are not going to come out and say they're atheists. Why? Because you have a lot of family members that's probably part of an AME church, a Baptist church, probably even a Catholic church. You can't speak to them like that or tell them that right off real. You got to no, get you a... Nobody knows that I am except for my brother, uh, my sister, and my children's father. I mean, those are the only people that are like, yeah, that, I see why you don't believe in God. But but they'll still be like shit. I do like okay. Why? <laughs> out of fear, we all we realize it's out of fear. You're scared that when you die, you're gonna go either to the pearly gates and have a relaxing time in eternity, or you're gonna be kicking it with the devil, roasting marshmallows over a lava pit. And most people don't want that. A lot of people don't want that. I say that. A lot of people don't want that. Come to my. So I'm like, and you know what? With that. And you know what? And you know what, man? You need to come in my Bible comedy hour, man, when I do it next Monday. Uh, you're so right. It's based on fear. That's why I was trying to tell Shay. Look, I probably would have look, hey, let's let's do a poll. Kwame, Kwame uh Quayley and um DS uh, DSA one. Do you think I would have had a better chance with Shay or her sister? Her sister? She left, but her sister stayed. Her sister, yeah. Her I'm sister was like, you I'm know what? Crazy. These boys don't make it sense. I'm gonna tell you why. For being an atheist. The the yeah, other she dumped me for being an atheist. Yeah, that was real masculine because mm -hmm. you you gotta have both energies, just like just like just like good and evil. You gotta have both. She come in all combative off the real. When I heard her coming in like that, I'm like, all right, she coming in not to even debate. She coming in to insert argue. her. Yeah, she was coming in to argue. Not just to be like, okay, so what's the issue? Like, why do you do this? Why do you do You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You're throwing out commands for what? You already own, you already own, um, like, like Dragon Ball Z. Her power level was already the 9,000. She ain't even got to the battle yeah, yet. Exactly. She already ready she, to fight. She was Vegeta. She you was Vegeta. She was Vegeta. Well, nah, yeah. she was, nah, she, <laughs> no, bro. She was Napa. She was Napa on that one. She was nap on that one. But anyway, oh, yeah, okay. you can't come yeah, in. I was going to say King Kai, but. Nah, nah, nah. King Kai was all right. King Kai was cool. King Kai smoked weed. You can tell. But um, she yeah, came in with such a negative aspect and a negative energy to the situation. That's why she got upset and left. She was already in her feelings from the jump. Her sister, on the other hand, was like, okay, let me see what these folks are talking about. You would have had a better chance yeah, at least that, talking to her sister about, and seeing what the situation like was. About, 
believers and stuff like and um one because one time i had got into it with this lady and like you know she wasn't of course they can never like give you substantial evidence for their god and i was like you know what really gets me about you all and what makes y'all look stupid is that you know you guys get on the front lines for this deity you know you you cuss people out and ruin relationships and conversations for this jesus i said and you know what he never ever does for you like he doesn't even give you the, the proper words and the proper dialogue to argue on his behalf like you know like if i was a god or, or a deity in the sky and i knew that people were all around the world were making fools of themselves for me like i, I would give them the proper words and the proper dialogue to convert people and to you know to prove my existence but he doesn't even do that because he doesn't exist like and she was just like, you're going to burn in hell. I said, why would you want that for me? Like, I've never done anything to you. That's the thing. I tell, I tell them this. This is what you. I tell them. They I said, yeah, uh, old girl Shay, the one I was dating, she was like, I'm going to pray for you. I said, you know what? I'll be thinking for you. And we both hung up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be thinking for you while work. you're praying. I'll be thinking prayer is not going to work because the Templeton Foundation has destroyed all that shit. Templeton Foundation was given was willing to give away six million dollars for any Christian or religious person to prove that prayer works. Failed. Failed. Yeah, like look at all the um. Failed. The, when I was telling you all about that live chat, I was in for DMX. Like, just think about all the people around the world. Like, if prayer changes things, X would have survived. Because you have people mm -hmm. in, in South Africa, Tanzania, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Ireland. You know, places on corners of the earth that you didn't even know that people listened to him. People all over this planet yeah. prayed for X, and he still died. So what, hey, you know, mom, people were like, they were like, oh, oh, there's that atheist girl. Like, we're not listening to her. Like, what? Hey, Black and Bougie, I can confirm that I was in, I forgot what country I was in. I, as a matter of fact, it was Suda Bay, um, Crete. It was an island off the coast of Greece. We went to this one club and it was playing DMX. That's how, I, when you say that, I know dude was getting played like literally all over this planet. They don't even speak English like that, but they knew every word to that song. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the club the up. only like English words that they know is it's English. They knew and and the, and the one here wander and the one here wander what they really want. Man, everybody was playing what they really want. What they really oh, want for a nigga. Yeah, everybody was playing that oh, shit. Cool. That was DMX that was DMX relationship song. Yeah. What am I doing yeah. that's not good enough for you? What you want? <sighs> you know what I'm saying? So, exactly, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> what you really like, want from That was my shit back in 99. I'm, I'm, I'm 30, I'm finna be 37. I'm, I'm an 80s baby. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I grew up on DMX. I'm 40 in December. Me too, well, I'm an 80s baby. Grand Rising too. June 21st, my birthday, yeah. my birthday coming up. You know what? I want to fly. Quan I want to fly Quayle out here. I want to fly you out here. Um, what's your name, brother? Uh, DSA one. I'm gonna fly y'all out to Vegas to celebrate with me. It's on me, bro. I don't care. <laughs> I ain't a big baller, but I got the money. I got the money to fly my brothers out. Hey, sis, if you want to come out, <laughs> let me know. I book your plane ticket too, and I got everything. I'm not oh, capping. I'm not high capping. But I want my I want my atheist people to come with me. If I have to pay for it, look. 
Quayle, let me know. DSA, let me know. Sis, let me know. If y'all want to come out, hit me up. I'm paying for all. I'm paying for plane tickets. I don't care. I want people to spend my 37. I'm, th- I'm going to be 37. Spend my 37 birthday with me, please. I need my people. Word. I ain't afraid. I ain't ashamed. I ain't ashamed. I ain't, I ain't no coward to say, hey, I need my people with me. I fly you Bro, ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Ain't nothing to be ashamed of, man. Exactly. We, we you guys are sound familiar with Jeremiah Kamara? Yes. Uh, slave sermons. Yeah, slave sermons. Yeah, Jeremiah slave sermons. That's my shit. He, he's from here in Cincinnati, where I'm from, right? So he grew up in the area that I used to hang out in. Well, he lives in Atlanta now, and um, he he owns a um, he owns some kind of company where he only hires like uh black men with criminal records and stuff. And um, right. you know, he's an atheist, and he always talks about like. You know, y'all want to praise God. You know, I'm doing God's work. You know, I'm helping black men. Like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Yeah. But you know what they're going to say? God is using you. God is using you. Well, God is using me. God owe me some some money then. You know what I'm saying? You're going to use me to do some shit that you want me to do. Look, I try to, I, I wish I had the money to pay for Jeremiah Kamara. I know Jeremiah Kamara at least like charged two bands. I ain't got two bands, well, but like, I got I, I got at least a little. On his channel to see, I got like, it, but I'm not gonna pay it though. You know, you know, to try to find where he's gonna be I at next. The, if he say like I'm gonna be right. in Texas or I'm gonna be in Atlanta, like I'll just go to him. Like I think he's amazing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you like I said, I got the money like to pay for it. Who are non-believers? Right. I got the money to pay for it, sis, but it's like, I don't want to, though. Like, dude, let me give you at least, let me at least pay for your room. I know those, like, you Matt Dillahunty now. Matt Dillahunty? Yeah, right. Matt Dillahunty said he want 1200 for me to come speak in, te- in Fort Worth. I'm in Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, that's not bad. Matt I Dillahunty. Yeah, I fucks with that. That's, that's why I woke up. Look, this is another this is another thing I want y'all to look up. Look up uh Dark Matter 2525. He's from Austin, Texas. I actually was a roommate. I was his roommate. The one that be doing uh, I want to say, I think I heard of Dark Matter. Yeah, I was Dark Matter's roommate. I was doesn't, I did not know he do like he was, a little cartoon or something. Yes, I did I not know that's what he was doing. I'm like, this dude weird. But then that's why I became an atheist yeah. because he was doing shit in the next room. Cause, okay, so it's a, it's a because uh, Dark Matters from Austin. Well, he's not from Austin, but he lived in Austin. I lived in Austin as well. I'm like, why is this dude making different voices? So I went by, I walked by the room one day. I said, this dude sounds like Jeffrey, and he sounds like God. I said, I said, hold on, dude. You dark matter? He said, yes. Shh, I'm doing a recording. I did not know I was his roommate. Oh, that's cool. In Austin, Texas. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I'm an atheist, bro. He said, oh, I didn't know that. So we so we sat on the back patio in Dell Valley, Texas. And we was like, I was shooting my gun or whatever. He said, let me shoot your gun. And that's that's the whole Bible thing. He said, put your Bible up. I said, my Bible? So my mom gave me that Bible. He said, bro, go on and put your Bible up. He said, ain't gonna nothing going to happen to it. So I put my Bible up on the tree, and that Bible shattered into pieces. I realized, like, yeah, Christianity is not real. Because God would have stopped the bullet. Unless he was watching the uh, the Patriots and the, uh, the, uh, the Steelers game. He didn't know. More than likely, you know, <laughs> and that and that whole God thing right there. Too. 
Oh, sorry. Are y'all familiar with Soleil, um, Genuine's ex-wife, and now she's married to Professor Griff? Yeah. 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 She makes like this awesome music for like uh, feminine music. Woman, you're you're gonna like it. So, like I was looking in the comments because I'm like, oh my god, like where has this music been? Like this music is amazing. She needs to come out with another CD or whatever. And this girl was like, um, don't get me wrong, it's all fine and dandy, but let's not forget she is a witch. And um, only only God, I'm. Thing, what's wrong that with being part. a witch? Hey, huh? Ain't nothing wrong with being a witch. That, that's our ancestral conscience. That's our ancestral. And you know, my mom like, oh, you know, because I, because a girl I was talking to, uh, she was a witch, but I think she was using it for evil. And I'm like, look, I agree with you on ancient commit. So I, I follow ancient commit. Let me go back to my camera because I had to use the bathroom. I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to be rude. That's Let me cool. go back to my camera. So I, so I follow ancient commit. You know. I follow ancient commit. So I knew I know the ancestors' teachings, you know what I'm saying? But see, a lot of people they try to use this shit for evil. And you know, this chick I was talking to previous, she was no, no, she was trying to use it for evil. Trying to get me to fall in love with her. She's trying to do a love spell because she's like, hey, once you take this drink, I said, no, I'm good. I don't drink wine like that. No, I'll just take a drink, just take a sip. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want you here no more. I felt like something was wrong. Yo. Let me ask you something. Y'all remember Harlem Nights, right? Yeah. Yeah. You remember what Red Fox said the um what Red Fox said the show when he was talking about quick messing with the um from the wall that were messing with the mob boss. Yeah, yeah. It's been right. a long time. What did he say? What he what he was saying was he was like, shoot, you better leave alone before you put a root on you. Hey, you run around in the front yard with your drawers off. And he was like, and she was like, can she really do that? He was like, she was like, had one of my, he said either his brother or one of his friends had that happen to him. In a sense, that speaks to what you're saying. And I was speaking on my grandmother. She told me about that type of stuff. I had one of my family members, this was before I was born. One of my family members went through something like that. And as I got older, I was seeing that females would put period blood in spaghetti to get a dude to fall in love with them. Oh, yeah, you know so that's why most men don't eat women. Or bury your jaws in the backyard. Or bury your jaws in the backyard. Or bury your jaws in the backyard. Yeah, where I'm yeah. from, no yeah. man eats a woman's spaghetti. No man No. Nope. I mean, he has to and, and for why. a really long time just because of that. Oh, but the do thing it. with our people, yeah, he has, either has to watch you cook it or he won't do it. But like with our people, I'm not saying that voodoo or comedic practices are real. I'm just saying that I haven't been indoctrinated to think that it's evil because white people told me that it was. You know what I mean? Like exactly. they're always right. telling our people, you know, what we originate from, what we believe in, what we practice. Somehow everything we do is so wrong and evil. But what they do, it's just fine. Right. 
Like, you know, like, like, you know what? And you, you, you speaking on that, sis? What you speaking on that, sis? My mama, uh-huh. my mama, who's a who's a who's a who's a hypocrite. She said she would rather believe in the white man. What the white man tells her before the black man. She said because black people will hurt each other. I said, Mama, have you read the willingness letter? What? They're teaching you to hate your the own people. Exactly. Yeah. You know what it says in the willingness letter? Yeah, I read the whole it, thing. It yeah. takes it takes a part of the Bible. It said, "I will turn man against woman, brother against sister, uh-huh, young child against, against old. child against the parent, young against old, old against young, and I will have them be like this for five hundred years or more." Do what I tell okay. y'all to do because you learned it in India. He said, "Do what I tell y'all to do, and it will work." Because, like, okay, because some, you know, have some Hebrew Israelites say, like, oh, the curse is over, the 500 years is up, or it's almost up. My mm. thing is, whether it's up or not, nothing, nothing still hasn't changed. <laughs> like, it's my group. I, 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 I asked the nigga Bruce. I asked. I, Look, I'm going to call him nigger Bruce, and I know my host <laughs> is like, you know what? We don't want to get demonetized. But, hey, hey, but Quayle, hey, I got to call, call, call him nigger Bruce. I call him nigger Bruce. So, Quayle, I'm sorry. I hope it don't get demonetized from YouTube. I got to call him nigger Bruce. But I dealt with them nigger Bruce. I say, look, y'all are Hebrews. Like, y'all come out looking like Power Rangers and shit. Why hasn't the FBI shut y'all down? Because the FBI shuts everything down that deals with black empowerment. So if y'all are black empowerment, why y'all niggas still are not dealing with black empowerment? That part. So hey, so I'm I'm gonna speak to my host. So let me speak to my host. Hey, Quayle, I'm sorry. I hope the FBI don't come in and shut us down. But look, dude, I had to say it, bro. I had to say it, Quayle. These nigger brews, they are falsifying a lot, a lot of shit. So I hope we don't get demonetized. But look, if the Hebrew Israelite doctrine was empowering black people, they would have came in and got me and Quayle because we had Hebrew Israelites yeah. on the show before. They would have got, they would stop niggas from being on the corner looking like damn Mortal Kombat characters. Boy, if that was empowering people, white folks know. I'm, I'm in Dallas for work, so we. All, all you have to do is sit back and look and think about who they kill and who they don't kill. And that'll tell you who is a threat to them and who is not. You know, that's why Malcolm X is, you know, that's why uh, Malcolm X is dead and uh, Louis Farrakhan is not. You know, we know who's exactly. a threat. They know who's a threat and who's not. They're not stupid. Just like, that's why, um, just like, you know, certain people get to exist and others don't. Exactly. Speaking on that, it was either, um, I think it's still up on YouTube now. It was um, Malcolm X was having, uh, he was on a show with, with one of the dudes from way back in the day when TVs were black and white. And it's a clip of what he was speaking on, because I think the title of the video was um, Malcolm X speaks the truth on Mr. Farrakhan. And what he was saying Car- was, he Carson, was like, Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson. Yeah, John, exactly. Johnny Carson. He was like, I don't understand how the, um, how the minister Farrakhan or Elijah Muhammad, I forgot which one it was, was cool with kicking it with the Klan. Like, how are they, how are you even speaking to a group of people that can't stand us? And as he was talking, Prince Hall, Prince Hall, the Prince Hall Knights. The Prince Hall Knights. The Prince Hall Knights. 
he was like, that's not making any sense because we are already in a war. We've been at war since we've been on this continent. Oh, so yeah, how is it right. that the minister is being able to have these meetings with these people behind closed doors or whatever the case may be, I'm paraphrasing, and nothing happened. And then I think it was like a couple months, maybe a year or two later, Malcolm X get knocked off. But then you have um, Minister Farrakhan get on the show with like Oprah or something like that, and he was talking to Malcolm X's daughter because he had made a statement some years ago. I mean, for us, it's in the past, but it was in the future from that time. He had said, I will go after anybody that goes after Elijah Muhammad. Even if I have to kill them myself, I will go after them. And as he made that statement, a lot of people were already at the point saying that Muhammad got, I mean, uh, Mr. Farrakhan got Malcolm X killed because he was having too much power. He was having too much influence. Because if you think about it, you got two sections of Islam. You got the NOI, and then you got the Nation of Islam. So, I mean, I mean, the Nation of Islam is the NOI, but it's like another sect that I think it's Malcolm I think it's had. The FOI, well, I, I think yeah, the FOI, about right? This, uh, the, like the fruit of Islam and the Nation of Islam. The fruit of yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. Malcolm was so powerful and he was so genuine that the members of the NOI they knew that they would lead them and follow Malcolm. I mean, because if you just yeah. listen to the way Malcolm talks, his heart and spirit. Of, of course you'll walk away from the NOI and go with him. Hell, I would have did it. You know what I mean? Like, he was speaking on but you know what? Malcolm came yeah, from Kemet. When Malcolm came from Kemet, he went to Kemet and saw the truth on the wall. That's when he can, when as soon as yeah. Malcolm X came back to the States and saw the truth after seeing the truth on the wall, he said, We have been bamboozled, we've been we've been all this other stuff. Yeah. So when Malcolm learned what our ancestors were, he's like, Y'all been bamboozled, y'all been hoodwinked and all this other shit. And then he died. And I think a that's when later. they went ahead and gave like, the, the okay to go ahead and get rid of him because it's like, okay, hold on. Like you know, he's because he went because he know, went to Kim. Yeah, when you wake up and your controllers see that you've woken up, they kill you. Yeah, Yeah, because a lot of the people that was doing... Because one of the things that Malcolm X said that I I agree with wholeheartedly, he was like, even um, Khalid Muhammad, he said the same thing. He was like, look, we don't have to like each other to conduct business. You got a good, I got money. We can exchange that and keep moving. I don't have to be but in your see, neighborhood for you to exactly. like me. You don't have to be in my neighborhood. We can live in our areas that we do. do. That except for us. You, come on. White people don't like Chinese people. And Chinese people don't like white people. But they bring their money together to conduct business so that they can accumulate wealth. Exactly. This is an alliance. That's why they call it an alliance. Like, I'm in, I'm in an alliance Exactly. With like, I'm going to be I don't like it. It's called an alliance. Exactly. I'm going to, you know, treat you with decency so that we can make money together. That That's the way it should be. We don't yep. have to like these people. I mean, I prefer to never, you know, see them again, but I don't mind making money off of them. Exactly. And that's how a lot of them work. And our people, we are so goddamn pent up and bent out of shape over materialistic that too, but the thing about it is we, we're, I guess you can say we're built like that. We're built to have a harmonious existence with everything around us. But at the same time, you also got to learn when to defend yourself, when to fight back, because everything is not going to be in agreement with you. That's nature in general. 
you can go into the rainforest and see a uh, goddamn anaconda kill a monk kill a monkey but you can also see an uh, alligator or a crocodile kill an anaconda it's a balance that you have to have we are so out of balance that we can't even figure out how to get out of a simplistic hole. I'll give Young Pharaoh this credit. But you know the problem is, also, like, say for instance, it'll be a group of us and all of us are like-minded and we say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Do you know it'll be thousands, if not millions, of black people standing against us saying, oh, we can't do it like that. We got to love everybody. That's that's who our people are. Uh, this is what it is going to be. And, and the, but you and know the what? This this was this is what I'm not an Islam. I'm not a Muslim. Or you know, you already know I'm an atheist. But one thing that Saza Ali said that we should have never domestic. We should. Yeah, she fired. She said when black women was undomesticated, that's when the black family fell. Because the black woman is the root and the and the bond of the black family. So Zaza Ali said when black when a white man said, get rid of that black man, I'm gonna take care of you, that undestimate excuse me, domesticated the black woman. Our black woman was our strength because our black woman was our nurturer, she was our teacher. That black man went out and got the bread and brought it back but our black woman was everything behind us you know what I'm saying that basically built our family so when you when you uh, domesticate the black woman that was that was it and Saza Ali okay. even state that I'm not lying this not come from me it's not come from Kwame yeah. you can look this up yeah yeah, she is on YouTube. I heard that um that thing that she that you're yeah. talking about. She was on a show talking to a female, and the females in the audience was getting mad at her because she was yeah, like, "You have turned your back on your man. Your man is yep. supposed to provide for you and protect you, but if you turn your back on him, who's gonna protect you? Yeah, you're you going against him while people are going against people. both of y'all. So I how you going? Yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean, to an extent, I believe that our people are divided, period. But you can't blame that division totally on black women. Because if, if a man, like if, if, there, if there's a deity or, or a source or an organization that says, okay, boom, you can't get this or you can't get that unless you get rid of this man. As a man, he's supposed to say, oh, well, you don't need their welfare. You don't need their food stamps. I'm staying home and I'm taking care of you. You're not getting no check from the government. So the fact that for the fact that he's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, that's the way it, that's the way it was set up. It was, I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. That's how it's supposed to be, but that's the way it was set up. They set it up like that on purpose to break up the man and the woman from having a what they call a nuclear family. If yeah, I can I agree, get your woman to do everything to that, that I want her to do, saying, to get no, you. I'm not going anywhere. You're not getting a check. You're not getting anybody's food stamps. I'm staying here. You don't need but that's the you thing. Know, our enemy to feed you and provide but, you with housing. Exactly, but you gotta look at but you gotta look at it from the way the structure is set up. Who's controlling everything? That's how it was able to happen. If we had an equal footing, it wouldn't have happened. Oh, the government gonna do this? Well, I can go go to let's just say let's just say all the black people ran, let's say fifteen states. But the government ran the whole country. If you live within them fifteen states, you don't need the government to take care of you, the black family would stay together. But if you got the government running everything, 
and telling you, if you get rid of this man, I got you. And like you're saying, you have a very valid point. No, I'm not going to get rid of my man. I'm going to ride with him. But you got to think about it from the aspect of the man is the protector and the provider. If I cut his legs off the where he can't get any work, where are you going to get the help from? So therefore, I'm going to turn you against your man because I made it able for him to not be even be able to provide food, shelter, and clothing for your family. Even if you don't even have any kids, I made it to where he can't even protect you. So what are you going to do? Oh, you ain't this. You ain't that. You letting the white man do this, that, and the third to you. You got one man trying to fight an army. The only way that happens where he come out victorious is, a, is in an anime. This is not anime. You can't fight a whole army by yourself with no help. It don't work All right, like so- that. All right, so they say we got a we got a comment saying why would God design a woman to bleed every month, cramp sick, and uh, it's not a it's not it's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Uh, who is this electric Cosmo? Electric Kane. I'm gonna speak on that. If you look at the way human beings are physically designed, without I'm just taking God out of the out of the. I don't. I don't yeah, I'm gonna say God didn't, didn't do that. I'm going to say it like this. If you look at the way people are physically designed, we all have to get rid of something, some type of way. A woman has right. to... Yeah, that's true. You can't offer anything. It'll her, kill you. Exactly. Right. Her blood for, for her menstrual cycle in order to it's tissue. make actually, it able actually, for it's the tissue. baby to be born, her body has to get rid of that. Just like if a man doesn't get rid of extra sperm, just like if a man doesn't get rid of extra sperm, what you do? You have a wet dream. I don't hear nobody or knocking a man for that. Or you beat your meat. And I'm not trying to blame you. Or you beat your meat. Oh. Exactly. You have, to get, you have to get rid of it. You right. can't you have store to that. Treat this. Right. It's no yeah. way. And then in your, and then in your body, you but have the What did your body do? Yeah. Filters it out. Your liver, your liver, your liver shells and sheds itself. Your gallbladder filters everything out, and you have to basically be in part of getting rid of that excess testosterone in order to produce healthier sperm cells. So masturbation is designed to do that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You have to get rid of that. You sweat for a specific reason. Your body sheds skin as shed dead skin cells as we're talking. Your body does that. That is not mm-hmm. saying God made right, you do that because he was mad at the woman. That's not some kind of some kind of um, defect exactly. or something. That's the way it and should be. And the thing about it is, if that was the case, God should be mad at himself for letting it happen. He didn't stop it. Mm-hmm. People who people who say that you're not mad at your child if your child goes and burns himself on the stove after you told them not to, you know why you're not mad at the child? Because you know you know the child does not understand fully until something happens. I'm quite sure everybody on this panel has had grandparents, mothers, fathers have told you, all right, now you keep going over there messing with that fan, you're gonna hurt yourself. And they leave you alone. Turn the fan on, let's say it's a plastic fan, pow, you get that finger snap. See, I done told you, now you hurt. And what and what wow. happened? Your parent comes over there, bandage you up, explain to you, this is why I told you not to do that. Because when you turn the fan on the fan turn and you hit your hand and you hurt your hand. Did God explain any of that to Adam and Eve? No, he kicked them right the hell on up out of Eden. I mean eat I mean the Garden of Eden and put them on their merry way and then was frustrated with them because they didn't understand. 
What part of right, talking to a, a child? child out the house, you know, without any proper life skills, like, okay, this is how you pay your rent. This is how you pay your gas and electric. You know, this is how you get your credit score. You know, like you're literally kicking exactly. a child out into the world with no life skills whatsoever. And then they get the burning exactly. hell for not following the rules. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and the person, it don't make sense. You think. Elijah Kane, you seem not to understand that basic understanding of how people work. This is a, these are, we are people. We have to make mistakes in order to learn. Because if everything was given to us, we would never understand anything. We would never get anything. If somebody did your homework for you, you would never understand how to do money, how to draw, how to walk, how to run. If somebody just put something on, put a contraption on you and made your body do it, you would, your brain wouldn't function correctly. If anybody's seen the movie called, um, The Island, it was, um, I think Jude Law and Charlize Theron on it. The Island is a movie where these people were, these millionaires were, was using their blood and making clones of themselves. So if they got into a car accident, they got sick, they got ill, they got poison or whatever, that clone had their specific organs or whatever, and they could transfer the organs into that millionaire or whatever. But the way the clones were brought up, they were grown men and women with the mind of 13-year-olds. They had everything done for them. They had their clothes brought to them. They had their food prepared for them. They had everything given to them. The only thing they understood was when I win this lottery, I get to leave. The lottery is a thing that what they call your number. Let's just say, Kwame, let's just say you were... You end up getting into a shootout trying to protect some money, and your goddamn right. kidney was hit and it was destroyed. They will pull your clone's lottery number, your clone thinking they're getting ready to leave the facility when actually they're gonna do, they're gonna kill your clone, do surgery on it, and bring you the organ because people, as we know nowadays, you gotta be a specific match for a person, blood type and everything. So they the keep clone. your clone healthy. So in that aspect. Mm -hmm. If God knew all this was going to happen, why did he not keep the serpent out of the Garden of Eden, put the tree of knowledge and, um, what's the name of the other tree? Um, tree, tree of life. knowledge and the other tree. Yeah, the tree of the knowledge tree and the tree of life. Good and evil. Got tree of life. Yeah. Yeah. The tree of life, it was the tree of knowledge and good and evil, and it was tree of life, yeah. yeah. You can eat from all the He didn't even give... He, did, he don't even give motherfuckers a chance. Like, my thing is, these people just got here. They're the first people that have ever existed. And you're going to put them in a position to fuck up this quickly? Like, you didn't even yeah. give it a few it generations. You know what I mean? It was a like setup. These people, they just got here. You didn't tell them anything. And then my, another thing, why wouldn't like an all-knowing, like loving God, why wouldn't he want you to have knowledge of good and evil? Why wouldn't he want you to know these things? And didn't you know the Bible I mean? say he that like, didn't the Bible say he that lack of, he that lack knowledge is a, is like, lack of knowledge as a parish or something like that? Right, like he, you yeah. know, we shall perish for lack of knowledge. So no, yeah, we should pass. It's Proverbs. This book of Proverbs. But the the book of Proverbs comes from, from Egypt. So. And, that's a, and that's a contradiction right there, too. You just brought up like what? We just brought up like what? Four contradictions just off of that? You don't want yeah. me to have knowledge. 
So when I get it, you're mad at me. So now that I got it, oh, now you got it. You better do right by it. You got punishment. You're just going to be back up on this. Come on. How does that make sense? We don't live for thousands of years to understand. That's why I said... That's why I did this show. Said there's no. That's why I said free will. There's no free will. <laughs> this it's guy no. set all the shit up. If this guy was real, everything was set up against us. It was Already. for this guy. Exactly. God wants to be worshipped. God if, wants if, to be worshipped. Free will. God wants there to, can be free will because it's already been written. So if you already wrote that, what I can do. I'm not doing this out of choice. I'm doing this because you wrote this down. <laughs> You already designed me to screw up and you're mad at me exactly, for that. Exactly, for me to do this, right. Well, how does that make sense? It's like it designing, does. it's like an architect making a building and the building's supposed to house, let's just say five families. You got bathroom, closets, all that. But right. as soon as the family move in, the building collapsed, you mad at the building for not killing nobody, but just seriously injuring some people, putting some people into comas and stuff like that. You're mad at the building yeah. that you created, that you knew was jacked up, moved these people into it, and you knew this was going to happen, but you didn't tell, look, y'all, I'm not completely done with it yet. Let me tighten up some things first, and then I'm going to let y'all move in. No, you just let them move right on in, get hurt, and now you're upset that the building done fell on these folks and you're getting sued. But you know what? Fault, you people don't believe this shit. Right. People don't believe. I disprove God. I disprove God. You know how I disprove God? A lot of people, a lot of people like, how did you disprove God? I disprove God because I said, the, the first question I say, okay, what is God and what is God made up of? They said, okay, God is made up of a spirit. I said, okay, is the spirit material or immaterial? They said it's immaterial. I said, okay, tell me how can a God arbitrarily materialize anything of an organic nature if he's not material? So what we're living is what we're living in. What what you're talking about is we're living in a physical universe. All this shit that's going on, murder, rape, and all this stuff. But your God is abstract of that. He's not real. So you should be like, well, damn, this God just disproved God. That's how you disprove God. So all this shit with the coronavirus, what shit going on right now, God is abstract of that. He's not inside of space time. That's what um, DSR DSA one and Quay was talking about in the beginning of the show last time. How are you going to materialize anything of an organic nature where you're not organic yourself? You cannot organically materialize anything if you're not organic. They said, well, God is a spirit. Like, lean not on your own understanding. (laughs) That part. Exactly. Well, that's not true. That's true. I give up after that. I give up after that. (laughs) That God's ways is it your ways. Hey, I don't even give up at that point. I go in some more and make them mad. I make them stop talking to me because I had a homie that was like that. He was like, you can't use logic with God. I said, that's the problem. You can't use logic to understand something when you are basically made up out of things that are logical. 
You understand how your how your cardiovascular you. system works. You understand how your muscles work. You understand how your bones work, but you can't understand how this God works. Right, and, and this is the one mm -hmm. thing that I can that I'm not allowed to make sense out of. I swear, like right before I stopped mm -hmm. believing, because I was trying to convince myself to keep believing. Like, come on, you can't do this. Like, you know, what if hell is real? You know, you're gonna be screwed. So I kept trying to tell Why myself, like, God is real. Like, you know, he, he's real. Hey. You're just mad him right now and stuff so but i was thinking to myself like wait a minute so i'm going to burn in hell for using the brain that this god gave me oh hell no i'm Stink. done because i didn't make my own brain so that part i'm going to Yo, hell have for i'm going to hell for this no I think I think um Quayle has heard of this song. You heard of Pastor Troy? Has anybody heard of the rapper Pastor Troy? Yeah, yeah, yeah Pastor Troy from Atlanta. Yeah, from, yeah, from Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. He from he's from Augusta, but he he throw up Atlanta. He got a song on I think his second album called Vice Versa. Has any of y'all ever heard that song? Yeah, it came out in 2002. Well, 03. Yeah, yeah. 2002, 2000. Yeah, yeah. What if, I remember that. I only remember part of it. He was like, what if heaven was hell and vice versa? When he came out with that song, that song had me thinking like, what if that was the truth? What if heaven hmm. was hell? I mean, well, what think if about all the what things that you believe in and be right to do the yeah. right thing and you always have bad shit happen to you? And all the people that you see, let's just say mob bosses, drug dealers, drug kingpins, pimps. Mm -hmm. They're doing all these we find in society wrong. Exactly. And nothing hardly happened to them. But we sit up here trying to do the right thing at all times. And we constantly going through stuff. We're constantly struggling. And you wonder why, why a lot of people are leaving the church and just saying, screw it. I'm out. I'm, I'm gone. And you know, and you know, I know, I know you was there at DSA one when I said name one, name one fucking thing that the black church has done for black people, and I would turn it, I would be a Christian today. You know, she cannot answer the question. That's why I asked. I even asked my mama. Now I love my mama dearly. That's my guy right there. But I said, Mama, if you can name one thing that the black church has done for black people that without without men's doing, I will follow you today. I will I will give up atheism and follow you today. You know my mama can never my mama can never answer that question. That's the no question that Christians can nobody can and no, they can't. And my mom my mom's mad at me to this day. About how these like these Christian missionaries um go to African countries and um like mm -hmm. they really you know how they pretend to like build schools and hospitals and give them clean water but if you notice their yeah. lives never really change you know like their lives no, they pretty exactly. much stay the same they stay poor they don't really make any improvements in their life so um right. somebody was saying like you would think out of all these organizations that y'all would have you know improved their life a little bit more and you know this bitch got on there she was like um well they're not really worried about the here and now they're trying to save these children's souls oh, and that's another thing that you, hold on hold on hold on that's another that's another thing that trips me out about the bible so fucking mad yeah. To my, to my understanding, a child is innocent up until the age of 13. Am I wrong or right about that, um, Kwame? That's yeah. what they age say. Of, That's what they say. Age, age of accountability. Age of accountability, yeah. yes. So you basically telling me 
that you're trying to save a five-year-old soul, they know nothing. They don't even understand the world around them. How can you right. save something that don't even know they're doing right or wrong? Right, because they're doing what naturally comes to them. They shouldn't be going to hell anyway. Or so whatever they do, are they going to be going to hell? But if you, exactly. if you, if any of y'all ever, if y'all ever seen the animated show Dante's Inferno, played the game or read the book, I, I seen, I seen the movie. Jacked yeah. up. You seen, you seen it, right? It was a I certain, it movie, was a certain yeah. level. Okay, it's a game that's based off of a book that came out around Shakespearean a time frame. I think. Yeah, 13, 1300, 1300 BC. I mean, thirteen hundred AD. Yeah, right. thirteen hundred. It, it was a depiction right. of hell. It's, it's like a scary movie. Yeah. yeah. You ever watch Tales from the Crypt? Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. 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 Dante went to heaven first, and he was, and he was talking to Jesus or God, and God was like, "All right, I'm gonna send you to hell just so you see what it looked like." And and go. He, he didn't go through anything. He didn't get tortured or none of that. He went through all nine levels, came back to Earth, and was trying to tell people about it, but people didn't believe him. Now, this video game slash movie, it shows you each level of hell that you go through. You go through all the scenes and everything, and there's a certain level of hell that you go to. And the woman that's on, I'm talking about the video game, because I don't, I didn't, I never got a chance to read the book. But in the game, you meet up with Cleopatra, who's one of the head demons of that level. Guess who's down there with her? God, Jesus. Kids, unborn children. You're kidding. Oh, shit. I You can look, if you got, listen. Listen, if you play the game or you even watch the movie, even in the movie, it shows it to you, but it don't show it to you like that. In the game, it is very, it, you got a way that you can set it up to where it's for mature or set up for, to not show everything. But in the game, that level, Cleopatra, she, she's the head demon of that section. And in the game, Dante, he's down there and he's like, what level is this? And um, what's his name? Tell him what the level is. He was like, even the unborn are not saved. Even the unborn are sent to hell. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? How can you? Though? Was there any? He, he didn't all right, y'all. This is uh, the conclusion of the show. We are in overtime. Uh, I want to. I want to thank all my guests, my people that came in. We got to wrap the show up uh, for YouTube purposes. Uh, do anybody have any final thoughts? We got to wrap up the new atheist. Excuse me. We got to wrap no, up the new atheist experience. Oh, uh, we we come back uh, every Sunday. Uh, I won't. We won't be back to Sunday. I just do things throughout the week to like try to, um, you know, try to get some topics going and shit. But we we were every Sunday. That's our main show. But I but me as a co-host, I just like to do things throughout the week. So we gotta wrap this up. Uh, we're, we're going on too long. Uh, do anybody have any final thoughts yeah, or no anything? Uh, no, no, no. We good. Any final thoughts before we close that show? Yeah. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, I understand, man. My bad for taking longer than than supposed. Oh, no, no, but no. yeah, that whole having yeah, that whole having your own being blamed for free will when you're designed to do what God supposedly designed you to do, that's a contradictory. Mm-hmm. You can't have free will and you already designed to do something. That part. That part. Uh what about you, sis? You got anything? No. I'll talk to you guys next time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Oh, hold on. 
Hey, I'm gonna say one thing right quick for um for both y'all. If y'all haven't seen it, I'm gonna try to find it on YouTube and I'm gonna try to put it in the comment section. So Black and Booze, if you give me like either today or tomorrow, I'm gonna try to find that section of the game on YouTube and put it in the comment section and let y'all see what I was talking about. Yeah, please do. Okay. I will. All right, Black and Booze, right, it was nice meeting you. Man. Everybody have a did, good night, did. man. Okay, yeah, DSA one. It's always a pleasure. Uh, give shout outs no to problem. my host, the CEO. Hey man, Quayle Cushman. Yeah, I gotta do a slap. Mm, let me do my slap. Let me do my slap. Ah! Thanks for coming to the Atheist Experience, the Red Pill Cartel, y'all. Hey, I always have what? Let me take this off. I want my people to have what? Knowledge itself. Knowledge yourself, y'all. Know thyself. Till next time, y'all. This is the new 80s experience. Peace and blessings. I'm out.